we're back to Salt of the Streets podcast. This is episode 17, Friday, June 8th. It's 5.40 p.m. And we are your hosts. My name is Colin. This is Don Donovan over here, side B. Side B and coming up on this week's show, we're just going to kind of, we're going to, we got some new stuff, but uh, no spoilers because we want you to hang around. It's all current <laughs> events, all good stuff. But uh, we're going to kind of just uh, kick back, shoot shit for a little while, and we'll just see what happens. We have a... Uh, Drink some BSP. I think we... I don't... I keep remembering... I keep forgetting if we mentioned it on another previous show. But during the pre-show today, if you were lucky enough to catch that, uh, we were recording this on a Friday. Uh, we might have mentioned that me and you are going to be going to go see jbp dr jordan b peterson yes we are we and talked that about that last next, two weeks ago i two, think okay 21st that, yeah the 21st and uh at the moore theater but yeah so we're going to be i think in preparation for that we should we should try to talk some big topic you know stuff like yeah. you know like the joe rogan's do and the and the JBPs and the the Rubens and stuff like that. Yeah. Hit that opening and then we'll fucking Boom. Like, we'll jump into it. So welcome back again to the Salt of the Streets podcast. <laughs> the Everyday Normal Person podcast where we bring you social political commentary about weekly news, pop culture, sports, and of course, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Uh, give us a like on our Facebook page, Salt of the Streets. Hit us up on the Instagram. Um, Salt or, of the Streets. Uh, yeah, Salt of the Streets there as well. Um, you can find us on Twitter. I am Big Bird Offie. I am at Salt of the Street. And then, of course, wherever you're listening to this, jump down in the reviews and the comments. Give us a, a like, a thumbs up. If you're on the if you're on the YouTube's watching the pre-show, give us a like, a subscribe, um, a subscribe. subscribe. Yeah, click Re- the little notifications review. bell. And check uh, out the website. Yeah, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you're getting this, just be kind. Jump down in the into the reviews and give us one of them nice five stars. Yeah, and with that. How's your week been? It's good, man. We're growing, <laughs> dog. We're growing, man. I've seen I've seen growth last week. Last week was really good with the boys here. Last had week a, was so much fun. Had a really good time with the boys. Yeah. And but, I hope you guys all appreciated having them in. Yeah. It was so much fun to kind of just kick back and, you know, I don't know. I was just really interested in the, like, the music scene yes. aspect of it. For one, I got to sit down with these four lovely gentlemen. Who are insanely hardworking, by the way. Yeah, we were talking. I think we talked awesome. about it before the cast yesterday. Awesome. But goddamn, every single one of them's got like multiple jobs and volunteer work and all that. And then also they're doing this whole music thing on the side. It's like, good lord, I feel lazy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was awesome. Half of them had two jobs, I think. Yeah. The two of them had two jobs, right? Maybe three. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Either way, at least, all incredibly at least half hardworking of them had dudes. Two jobs. Fucking cool. struggling, hustling out here. Motherfuckers hustling hard, staying humble. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stay humble, hustle hard. Doing real shit out here. Shout out to the upper left. Y'all motherfuckers are killing it. <laughs> Loved having you here. Yeah, and it's, respect, dog. We'll say it one more time if you haven't checked them out. They're on SoundCloud. I believe Denzel 2AM is dropping a new track today and uh, previewed Denzel. some of it on Instagram. And it was, I just, my mind was that big fucking blown. Yeah, dude, he's got the voice of an angel too. This shit's crazy, dog. I mean, I mean, I don't want to compare him to Chris Brown, but I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out Denzel 2AM. Shout out to fucking RJ One Dot Ugly, whatever, whatever his fucking Twitter name was. Yeah. Shout out to Matt Gray. Shout out to Nils. 
everybody with all you guys it was we'll, awesome yeah we'll have you back anytime mm-hmm. uh, so it was good talking about the preacher a little bit watching basketball this week listening to jordan peterson uh, i took it kind of easy this week just was a strange strange week you it's know it's been what I'm a saying? strange couple of weeks yeah lots of weird stuff going on so yeah. just took it easy excited to come here and just have some big conversations about you know Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness exactly. might be. <laughs> the same stuff that brought us together to start this whole fucking thing. Absolutely. Well, uh, what about you? I was say, oh, I got a new hat pre-show. If I you haven't, that. if you haven't checked out the YouTube pre-show, you can see my new hat. Those finally, beer bottles. No, they're trees. Oh, this is from my number one favorite store of all time, REI. <laughs> you and, do love uh, REI. I do. I don't like to go there because I spend too much money because everything so is just so expensive. But uh, for like backpacking enthusiasts like me, it's really they have some of the stuff that you really need, and it's I mean you kind of have to get like the ultra light stuff that costs an extra like yeah you know hundred dollars. Have you ever heard of the company First Light? Uh, sounds familiar. So one of the things I listened to this week. Let me start here. Have you ever heard of a man named Stephen Ranella? Yeah. He hosts a show, Man Eater, right? Meat Eater, Meat Eater, and then he has Man a Eater. Eater. He has a Meat Eater podcast, and he's been on Joe Rogan a bunch of times. So he's one of the dudes. Yeah, I love that. Ha- like all those shows that he's around are yeah. amazing. Him and Cam Haynes and like Remy Warren are dudes on Joe Rogan that switched me from thinking hunting is fucking dumb. We have farming. Why would you ever need to hunt animal? To I don't even understand why we have factory farming or farming. Period. In you know what I'm saying? Oh, no. So. Like I mean, I understand. Like, 180 degree switch from that's fucking ignorant to that's the best way you could ever get meat is to hunt it yourself and bring it mm-hmm. home to your family. Absolutely. So, if I could, I would. Of, like I said, f- providing for your family, for conservation, for everything. I 100% flip me to the other side. So I listen to his podcast all the time. He's also from... Um, from Michigan, from the Upper Peninsula. Yeah, he's a youper. He's from where my mom was born, and I love listening to him talk. Dog, like one time on his show, Meat Eater, he's talking about a guy who got the. I think it was the biggest elk to ever come out, maybe of Montana, maybe out of Utah. I don't. I don't want to misquote it, but the biggest elk to come out of this one particular area, right? And he said that the guy's name was Grover. Grover. Right. So he tells this whole story about how he Fuck. accidentally gets the biggest elk, and it's the biggest one that anybody's ever got before. And um, oh. so he's sitting there with the cameraman because he's hunting elk, you know, and he's and he's whispering, and he's like, says, "I just think that it's really important that if you're going to accidentally shoot the biggest elk in state history, you do it with the name Grover." <laughs> <laughs> Thank, Thank you, sweetheart. You much. You're Wifey just got home from work, and she brought yes, us coffee. You're the best. You want to say hi on the podcast, sweetheart? Just say hello to yeah, hello welcome, to everybody welcome. that's listening. Hello, world. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sweetheart, for the delicious oh, coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Um, and he also, he's doing mm. a live podcast, so they're making t-shirts with like quotes and stuff of his on there. Oh, that's cool. And one of them is like, when I meet a guy with, when I meet a guy with the name Brad... I think I probably really like that guy. <laughs> like, he just says the weirdest shit, and I just love the way that dude talks. Like, That's I ju- great. It just makes me happy, man. And when I was listening to the Meat Eater podcast today, I like it because it's something that I can listen to and I can get informed from, but I can also listen to and just be comforted by the voices and just think about whatever I want. You know, like it's one of those things that I don't have to be paying attention to, but I can and I'll learn something if I am, you know, and I appreciate that about podcast yeah 
it's just comforting, you know. It's the same the same thing with Smodcast. I told you, like, after I was really upset was the day that I watched Kevin Smith or listened to Kevin Smith on Joe Rogan, you know. Mm-hmm. And listening to my favorite director's voice, like one of my favorite podcaster voices, and like one of my favorite person on the planet, like listening to his voice with Joe Rogan and just talk about just whatever, you know, was like more comforting than he ever anyone could ever know. It's kind of know? like having I don't know, it's like being around like an uh, an old friend almost. Yeah. Uh, it keeps you company. I've, I've noticed that because I started listening to some more uh, TSD. I, love I just finished TSD. their latest episode on the way home today. Oh, my God. Was Actually, so while I was setting funny. up the set and stuff, it was so good. With Troy on it? The cop? The cop friend. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, it was so funny. funny. But, I mean, you never really... I wouldn't say you learn anything from that show. No, not usually. But... And you don't necessarily need to be paying attention 100% of the time. You're but laugh. having three hours like that of just people laughing and talking and just yeah. talking about random stuff, it's so comforting. That's why I, I underst- like it. I understand the comfort that you, you get from like listening to people uh, like Steve Rinella yeah. and Joe Rogan especially. Same here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dave Rubin's probably one of mine as well. Absolutely. I wish he had more of a long-form just chill podcast too. Yeah. That's why I really love like him on Joe Rogan or something. Because you always, when you're listening to Dave Rubin, you're always learning something. They're always. like the conversations are so big, you know, that you're yeah. always learning something about whatever they're talking about. This is true, and it gets crazy. Sometimes I, I remember this episode, not to like dwell on it too much, but he had a anarcho capitalist on, and that yeah. that guy blew my mind. Like just to have this blind faith in everybody enough to be like well yeah we don't need government i mean the capitalist system will figure it out you know supply and demand the free market will decide and i i just don't i don't necessarily agree with them but like people that go on there and talk about what they believe and what their their thoughts are and their ideas every single person that i've seen on there talk about something I believe 100% they stand by whatever yeah, they say. Absolutely. From the craziest anarcho-capitalist to a full-blown anarchist uh, to just, I don't know, normal people <laughs> as well. There's a lot of normal people on there too. But yeah, I love that stuff, man. And there is a strange level of comfort that comes from just, I don't know, maybe it's just having the people, you know, voices in the background. And yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Either way, totally agree with you. Kevin Smith told this story when he was on Joe Rogan about uh, having to put down one of his first dogs. and um, <clears throat> I have not listened to that part yet on purpose. Oh, my God. Because so I know I'm going to cry like a baby. Because because it made me cry at work, dog. Like That's like how it was. And so he's talking about how... And it made him cry. Kevin Smith is like such a big baby, and he cries all the time. And it almost makes me cry. It almost always makes me cry when he cries, right? Um, and he... So he was talking about how he had to... He was going to have to, oh, yeah. There uh, we go. He's talking about how he was going to have to put down his first dog, right? And his back leg stopped working. And so he was just having to use a towel to, like, pick up his back half so that mm-hmm. the dog could walk, you know? Yeah. And it's like, this dog is my best friend, you know? Like, I like I love this dog more than anything. And this I feel about my dog. Like, I don't, <laughs> when I think about my dog dying, it could make me cry. And so I just try not to do it. You know, Penny's my first dog. Like, my first dog I've ever Mm -hmm. had to myself. Dude, I totally get that. It's So it's like another deal. And so when I was listening to him, that's why it made me so upset, right? And so he's talking about, it's like, I had to put this dog down. And, like, you know, I always feel so guilty about it. And I took a video of 
that I have on my phone of me helping the dog walk, right? Because when I'm up at night and I've made myself so fucking upset because I'm at a point where I am like, dog, like you fucking killed your best friend. You know, like mm. you took your you took your best friend somewhere and you killed your best friend. It's like I will like take my phone. It's like making me tear up right now. He's like, yeah. it's like I'll take my phone and I'll watch that video so that I can remind myself like you had no choice. You know, like you had to do it. Like you didn't have any other option but to like do that. You know, man, and dude, like, I would rather struggle with the guilt than like relive stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? That's so, strong. Wow. Yeah, it was wild. And I could like that's something I don't know. I just relate to that. You know, I I relate to that in a major way that I am the type of person that will get myself spun up two years later about something that I did. You know, that I'm like, I should never have done that. You know, like I, I fucked that up. Like I never should have done that. You know, so that's I can, good. I can feel that, you know. Yeah, so, that's a good trait to have. Though. Yeah. You know, the fact that you can sit back, you know, two, three years from now. And like, look back on something that you're doing now that's not good or whatever. Be able to recognize that and be like, "Oh, well, I'm glad I'm not doing that anymore." Right. I mean, that's that's a pretty good trait that you just admitted to. So, t- you know, I'm tipping my hat to you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that, Doug. That yeah. seems very in touch with one's own self. Because I don't think I, I, I don't, I just nope, shove it down. Keep it I, down there. I try to. Jordan and I just talked about that the other day because um, I was talking to her about my aunt um, that passed earlier this year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and or last year, um, and I was telling her because I'm the type of dude that the type of person that um, when I come across a problem in my life, I really just need to sit back and take as much time as I need to think about it, and eventually I'll figure out. You know, what I did wrong or how I can handle it better or, you know, what maybe I should do or like something, you know. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have like an outwardly hard time with my aunt's passing. Like I like I had like a little bit of time where I was like fucked up by it. But for the most part, I like handled it pretty good, you know. Um, you wrote about that in your blog post, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. And that was like really the only moment that that I w- wasn't like able to hold it together, you know, was like really those two days. Um, and I was talking to Jordan the other morning just about just spending time with my aunt, you know, and I was like, when I think about it now, like I had a lot of opportunity towards the end of my aunt Joe's life that I could have spent time with her that I did, you know, and, uh, and I don't know why I made that choice. I don't know what in me made me do that whether i was afraid you know or i didn't want to or you know i don't know what it is inside me i haven't figured that part out yet you know but i know that i had the opportunity and i didn't make that choice you know and that's something that i don't know that i necessarily regret but it's something that i think about mm-hmm. you know something um like i said that i that i consider yeah um you see i wouldn't i mean if it was just me I don't think I would ever regret something like that. Uh, I think everybody's probably guilty of, you know, telling your friends or your family, like, oh, no, I'm, like, super busy, when really you just want to stay home and chill. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, because I almost think that's a whole other conversation altogether. But I think people, I mean, when you feel the need for that, it's, it's really sad, because I think that's an outward cry to be like, hey, I don't have enough me time in my life. Which I think in our current society 
is looked down on. Yeah. You know, you're just one of those Wanting people to take that, time for yourself. Yeah. It's like, well, why don't you want to hang out? You just always, you're a loner. You just want to stay home. It's like, well, yeah, sometimes right. I do, man. It's like I interact with people every day. I mean, you have family as family, but relationships in your family still have to be maintained. You know, still it, take energy and yeah. work. And, and so to have that feeling, sides. I feel, is, is very natural. So I don't think that you should necessarily be, feel, I don't think anybody should ever feel guilty for doing that. Right. I mean, and that's what I'm saying. I don't know yeah. that I necessarily regret it, you know, but it, it is certainly something that I think about uh, not every day, but actively, you know, yeah. something that I think about that because it, it's it's for one reason or another, you know, that um, and I don't mean the reason at the time mm-hmm. that I didn't do it. I mean, like the reason inside of me that made me not make that choice. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the subconscious reasoning behind it. Yeah. Like, and that's, and I don't know whether it was because I was scared that she was like getting progressively more sick or that I didn't know when I was going to see her again after that. Or, you know, I, I don't know. Like I said, yeah. I haven't got that far yet. Like I haven't figured it out that far, mm-hmm. but I figured it out to the point that I know that, that I consciously made that decision for a reason. And now I sit here as a grown man, as grown as I can be at 23, you know, and, <laughs> And that's something I have to carry with myself, you know, that that I had a relationship with my aunt, but I didn't spend as much time with her as I could have or maybe should have, you know, and and I won't have that opportunity again. Yeah. You know, and that's something I have to carry with myself and I have to figure out whether or not that, you know, like I said, whether or not I regret that or whether or not that's something I'm okay with or, you know, and. Yeah. I think the only way you'll really know for sure is how you carry yourself forward. Yeah. And it took me, you know, seven months or whatever to, to figure that out, you know, to figure out that. No, I, I did make that. I did make that decision. I did do that. You know, I'm not sure why yet, you know, but I did do that and I will have to live with that, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's the type of dude I am. Just a a long thinker, you know? Very in touch again, like with just, you just (laughs) want to make sure you know what's going on inside your head. Yeah. No. Why? You know, you're looking at why you do the things that you do. I think that's really interesting. I think that's because that's that like, takes energy. It takes work. It takes time to you know really mull stuff over. It causes stress. Yeah. You know, but it's it's very healthy at the same time. That's like part of one of Jordan Peterson's rules that I that I like was kind of proud that I had. You know, like make mm-hmm. sure your room is in order before you like talk to the people about their shit. You know, yeah. I won't try and give somebody advice on stuff that I don't have at least somewhat figured out in my life. Like that, I just I think that was me. Oh. <laughs> uh, like I I just won't I won't do that. You know, and I take time to actively try and make sure that I have shit like together as I like really kind of can. You know, like in in my yeah. own personal self and so that I'm comfortable and yeah. Uh, and I think everybody should. Yeah. That's a really good book. And some people that, are, oh yeah, the uh, 12 Rules for Life. An Antidote to Chaos. Yeah. It's fucking. It's I'm, phenomenal. I think I'm only on like rule five or six. I'm trying, I'm trying really hard to, to finish it before mm-hmm. fucking. I know it shouldn't be this difficult, but it's hard to find time. With going to bed early, it's just hard to find time to It fucking, is. The day is short. I should watch less TV or something like that. We've been rewatching <laughs> Game of Thrones. We start. I think that Drew recommended it to us that we should start Game of Thrones back mm-hmm. over before the new season comes out. So that's what we've been watching. Wow, that's a long one. I know. I that's know. a commitment. I know. We should I don't... have never done this because now I'll never finish the book. I know. <laughs> I know. That's all right. 
I have to read at the same time. I'll have to do both. It's yeah. hard for me to read sometimes with like a TV going something loud, you know, like it's got to be kind of quiet. Oh, yeah. I got to go into the other room. Focus. Yeah. Yeah. Either that or I can crank some uh, some classical music usually in my headphones and that'll help. Yeah. It's like oh, yeah. drown stuff out. Right. But no, I, I get the struggle, man. Uh, I also I'm lucky because I have his audio book, too. I got both the book and the audio book. And so I just hit it on whatever angles I can and then yeah. try to find like the page where the audiobook left off and <laughs> read from there. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you buy like the ebook, it'll tell you and it'll keep your same spot. But that's cool. For those of us that like book books, <laughs> not for, so fortunate. Yeah. That's, I would like to one day have a home with a library in it. Mm. You know, that's the dream, man. That, that was is the like, dream. Just to have a room that, and maybe it has to be after my kids leave the house, you know, that one of their rooms gets turned into a library. But yeah. like, ideally, one day, you know, I would like to, I would like to have a library that's just all <laughs> full of fucking books, you know, that like me and Jordan can just go and sit up in there, yeah, smoke and fucking. I was just gonna say, man, I would have a humidor and, as well built in. <laughs> yeah, dog, all just, cedar, classy. Yeah. Just have shit. Yeah. Then I got in. just rows of like my my bourbon. And scotch. Yeah. Oh, good Lord. Hell, the BSB. Look out. There's got to be a globe. I need a, an old time globe. <laughs> With a bar inside. Yeah. It. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that would be perfect. Those are probably so expensive, dog. I should make those. A That'd globe. be so much fun. Out of wood? That would, yeah. be, that would go hard as fuck if you made one out of wood. Yeah. That would be nuts. You wouldn't even have to paint it if it was just a nice wood, you know, and like a good stain. Fuck a paint. It yeah. would like just the whole. No, no paint. If you, yeah, if you just you like carved, you know, the countries and shit into it. Yeah. There's good. a lot of, there's a lot of wood in my library. Yeah. There's like good, like beautiful, like red cedar or something. Yeah. Just, oh, classy. My grandma had her, she has a bookshelf that. Mm. I mean, I'm also kind of colorblind, but it looks red, like reddish. <laughs> and I, I'm always like, that's really nice, you know? So, mom, if that's not what color grandma's bookshelf is, tell me. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that it's like a reddish wood. <laughs> that's, that's so funny. Jordan and I will play that game. We'll, we're driving. And she, and I'm not like all the way colorblind, just like, just on like kind of deeper reds and purples. Like I really have a hard time with it. You know, they all just kind of look brown. <clears throat> so we'll be driving. Jordan's like, babe, what color is that car? (laughs) Well, it's probably not brown since you asked me about it. But I wasn't going to question it until you had brought it up. Like, I was just going to let it how it is. When I was a little kid. That's hilarious. I'm sorry. I I lied about being colorblind. Like, I told people that I was colorblind and then grew up to discover that I was colorblind. Like, I just had lied about it to, for whatever reason, kids lie about shit, you know? Yeah, and oh. if and if that's not fucking karma, then I, don't I was know just what gonna is, say, you know, that if that is not karma, I don't, I don't know what is. Yeah. That is, that's pretty, a pretty shining example of uh, karma's work on you. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> at least it wasn't up. like tenfold or whatever. It was like just, <laughs> just a touch of whatever you were bullshitting about. Because yeah. fuck you for lying. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could have been worse. Obviously, I didn't find out till Jordan and I first started dating. And I don't, I think maybe she was holding up like two dresses for me to look at or something. And I was like, the fucking brown one or the red one, you know? And she was like, <laughs> what? This isn't red. I, or maybe I thought they were the same color or something. I, Jordan's the one that pointed out to me. I don't remember exactly how that happened. But 
Jordan's the one that pointed out to me that like, I your think, wife had I to think tell you're you colorblind. You were like, colorblind. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, I don't wear a lot of red, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have never really worn a lot of purple. I'm like more of like an earth tone type of dude. So it's never <laughs> something I, I don't know. Like maybe I just haven't like run across it that much, you know? Yeah. You know, it's really funny is you, you gave the example of red and purple. Yeah. <laughs> so the curtains behind you are one color and there's a towel hanging next to you on the coat rack thing there, the towel rack. That's another one of those colors. <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever noticed that before. <laughs> the what color is that towel this is going to be ridiculous <laughs> see and i can see like a slight difference in the two but mm-hmm. i couldn't differentiate between yeah like but they look <laughs> slightly different okay but got it but so, uh that's probably because they're pretty dark shades yeah of red Not and brown. purple you know what they are, but uh, yeah, they're definitely not brown. <laughs> <laughs> so that's you know, this is the life of. But that's there's a couple that's people. A you know, there's a couple people at work that are like that, and I'm not as oh, bad yeah. as like Dave or Danny. Oh yeah, some yeah. It's it's not as bad that's, as that. I can tell the difference between purple and royal, but like the lilac and the Columbia, I have a hard that's time tough. with. You know, I can right attest next to, to that. each other. Yeah, no and there's something about staring at. Very fluorescent colors. Oh, a lot. Terrible. That can't be good for your eyes. Case bowls nose. Yeah. Like I feel like, I feel like I still feel that today. Yeah. After working there. Yeah. But that's yeah. That's fucked I'm up. sorry, but your color blindness was really really funny for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's always intriguing when you first hear about it. Yeah. You're not the first. <laughs> I love every second of that. <laughs> Mm. oh man this coffee is delicious it is so do you want to talk about um the supreme court real quick yeah a couple of things that happened with them yeah because um, i i know generally the main story behind it yeah but uh i know there was a bunch of other uh decisions as well because there's two like big ones that i have here um that you're right there was a bunch of different ones because this this session is coming to a close here i think mm-hmm. i think next month yeah, closing out the year. Yeah. So the Supreme Court only takes so many cases every year. And, you know, they have certain sessions just like Congress does, you know, the hundred and so on, you know, National Congress. That's Yeah. So um, the Supreme Court does the exact same thing. And so two of the big cases that they heard in this session, um, one of them had to do with the Baker in Colorado, right? Mm-hmm. And then the other one had to do with an abortion law in Arkansas. Um, I don't know if you read I haven't that heard one. no. Um, so those were the two big ones that I found, but there are there other ones like I heard about, but as yeah, I, I think was, there was like five or six. <clears throat> excuse me, yeah. Which but I just, wasn't expecting. I didn't really know it was coming. I was yeah. very surprised. I was like, Oh yay. Reading material. So the abortion law in which one is do you want to do the, the baking one first or the Arkansas one first? I know more about the baking one. Okay. And so, so I would love to be filled in with the Arkansas okay. one. So, yeah. So let's knock out Arkansas first. So Arkansas has really weird abortion laws as it is, right? Um, just more conservative abortion laws. Um, and so I believe the way that this worked is a law concerning 
abortion pills, Mm -hmm. right? And um, it was a law, I believe, that was put in place and then has been appealed up until this point. And the law said that if you're going to administer abortion pills, there needs to be a doctor there. Excuse me. I am very sorry. (laughs) That has admitting privileges at a local hospital. Right. And in somewhere as conservative as Arkansas, that can be really dangerous for the physicians because they can be blackballed by the community. They can be ostracized because abortion is not looked upon highly there. Right. So I believe that it said that there is three, three clinics in Arkansas where you can receive like medication abortions. Right. And one that does surgical and Two of those clinics are going to have to close because they can't find doctors that are willing to sign those papers to to get admittance privileges to a hospital, right? So two of those places are going to have to close. And so people are going to have to travel hundreds of miles um, to to go and get an abortion. That seems insane. And it's going to have to be surgical um, as opposed to a medication one, um, which a point they brought up in here, which I didn't consider being somebody who's never been sexually abused or anything like that, that um, a surgical abortion can be especially traumatic for somebody who has been a victim of rape or sexual assault or something like that that's leading to, you know, why they're getting that abortion. Like it can be, you know, to to have, not to be grotesque, uh, but to have objects inside of them, you know, can mm -hmm. be... extra traumatic you know you know maybe more than it would be for somebody who who hadn't had that experience right yeah so that's one of the arguments against it um some of the arguments that like were in favor of this law they said that Planned Parenthood maybe didn't try hard enough to to find doctors you know and that they didn't try and talk to them about pay enough and I I don't know I think that that's it's it, it seems to me like it's just a way to make it more difficult to get abortions. Yeah. Right. That's what it sounds like to me. Which I don't think is right. You know, I don't yeah. I don't I'm not in favor of not not in favor. I'm not like totally in love with, you know, the idea of somebody getting an abortion. But I also am not somebody who ever could be pregnant. And far be it for me to fucking tell you what you're going to do with your body. Right. And far yeah. be it from the government to fucking tell you what you're going to do with your body. And that's not me saying you should be able to get an abortion at any point whenever, you know, because yeah. I, I am very much like Dave Rubin, you know, yeah, on the it's point very- that like once it's like once it's a, a real deal, you know, not to, you know, whatever. But mm-hmm. once the shit's like a real deal and like can feel pain, you know, that's something else that we need to like have a conversation about, you know, but when you're like really freshly pregnant and it's like a cluster of cells, you know, and you're like, let me, let me, let me take a plan B real quick, you know, or some shit like that. I don't know. You know, I just don't, it's a very, very gray area. It's very, you know, yeah. I don't think that if you're raped, you should have to keep that child. You know, if that's like the case, if that happens and you find out early enough, you know, because I don't think that if you're 38 weeks pregnant you're like, you know what? I changed my mind. Like, I don't want to do this. Like, you certainly should not be able to, you know, to abort your child two weeks before it's ready to be born. But yeah. I, I also don't know anybody who I hear, like Ben Shapiro makes that argument, you know. They, they just want to kill yeah. babies and they want to, they want to abort babies who are nine, you know, nine months, to, you know, to term and all this shit. And yeah. I don't know anybody who, who thinks that, who thinks that that's, personally, I don't know anybody that holds that view that. Yeah. So I believe the way that this worked, and I'll pull up the article real quick just to make sure that 
Um, so let's see. After the Supreme Court's action, Planned Parenthood said it would for now stop providing medication and abortion to the state. Um, yeah, so I believe this was the, was an overturning of an appeal okay. um, of a law that had been put into place. Uh, and so, like I said, it, it sounds to me like it's just a way to make it harder for, for people to get abortions, which I don't think is right. You know? Yeah, um, I could see that. And I wonder also, my side of it is, well, yeah, I mean, we can argue about it. So, but uh, what did the... So the ultimately, what was the decision? It was they overturned um, the the decision. I believe was that they overturned the appeal. Like they okay. said no to the appeal. Um, refused on Tuesday to hear a challenge to an Arkansas law that forced two of the state's three abortion clinics to close. So okay, got it. Yeah, that's uh, so. It, yeah, it's a it's an appeal to a law that's already in place that they mm-hmm. refused to hear or they refused to. That's interesting. So that is strange. Um, well, I guess I don't know. And I mean, like I said, they, uh, they had in here a number of how far somebody could have to travel. Um, it was a five-three decision. Well, I mean, you could potential potentially have to go from one end of the state to the other. Yeah. So this says women in Fayetteville, for instance, would have to make a three hundred and eighty-mile round-trip journey twice, as Arkansas law also requires an in-person counseling session forty-eight hours before an abortion, which. I could definitely argue that if you're going to do that, then just go stay in a hotel in the same city. But you also mm-hmm. may not have the money to do that, right? So yeah. I can understand that. But that's um, yeah. But that's 380 miles round trip twice in in two days. You know, is that's tough. A fucking excessive. Yeah. You know, to to very possibly you know and in in at least some likelihood have to you know to try and end terminate a pregnancy of somebody who sexually assaulted you you know that seems fucking crazy to me yeah that seems ludicrous you know um so god that would take so long if you had to do that yeah i mean and this is i don't know i don't know what's i just get confused when it comes to the the judicial branch and kind of a a social case like that yeah they get really tough uh, to try to like wrap your head around because you have to look at it from a legal constitutional standpoint right. versus what <clears throat> you know we as a society think is right or wrong it's like we, right. we have it's almost like we have no say and stuff like that which kind of sucks it's undip undemocratic almost and it's the same it idea. could feel that way sometimes is what i'm know. saying the same idea i think with with the other case that we were going to talk about with the bacon case right yeah. Um, and if you guys don't know about that one, the the baker in Colorado, right, he owns a bakery, uh, and a gay couple came in, two men came in and asked for him to make a wedding cake, and asked for him to make a cake for them, and he said that he did not do, <clears throat> excuse me, he did not do uh, gay wedding cakes, that he was more than happy to sell them anything else in the store, um, he just didn't, as a personal, like, stance, you know, as a personal choice, he didn't make he didn't make gay wedding cakes there which is you know whatever your opinion is on that that's his own personal choice i mean and it's and so so it got challenged right that got taken to a civil rights court um in colorado and the the colorado civil rights commission um which had originally ruled this is a quote from the new york times article 
um, that the majority opinion turned on the argument that the Colorado Civil Rights Commission, which originally ruled against the Baker, had been shown to be hostile to religion because of the remarks of one of its members. And so that's why they said that it got overturned, right? Um, but that's the council that it was sent to is the Colorado Civil Rights Commission. Um, and they said that, that he had to make the cake for the gay couple because it yeah. was discriminatory for him to not be making it for them. Yeah. Um, and it was the appeal of that decision that ended up making its way to the Supreme Court. Um, and I think that's a, that, that's very well put. It's very succinct. <laughs> Thank you. And I think that there is some controversy around the decision because the argument of the Baker was largely from a religious standpoint. Yeah. Right? From freedom of religion. That... And also from freedom of expression and speech that he felt like making the cake would display to the public his support for something that he didn't support, which he also felt like infringed on his religious ability to, you know, his freedom of religion to believe that that is a sin or, or whatever he believes. Right. Yeah. And that's that's ultimately the angle the court took. Right. They didn't necessarily the th- look at the whether it's okay to discriminate in your customers which i think a lot of people were looking to have that question answered not you know practicing you know freedom of religion so that's an angle i've been just as kennedy argued right his majority opinion said they overturned it because the commission was hostile towards religion right not because of free speech not because of freedom of religion but because the Civil Rights Commission that had argued that had seen it beforehand was unfair to the baker. That's why they said that they overturned it. Wow. And that's that's like the weird like type of controversy around yeah. it, you know, is that it's this is only a decision for this particular case, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't set precedent for any other and I didn't read any of the dissents or concurring opinions, which I should have before today, but um <laughs> well, they were really long. Right, but it it didn't set any precedent for any other case. It happens like this. It only solves this one. Yeah. Right, which helps this. Right, like we said, but doesn't doesn't yeah. set any type of precedent for any future cases that are going to come up on this. They're going to have to be another case like this is going to have to go to the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. and that's kind of I feel like at its core part of the reason this shit goes to the Supreme Court is to set the precedent. Right, and precedent just means like. To give something context, right? In a previous yeah. time when this was argued, it, this particular sentence was taken this way. And yeah. that's why this decision was made this way. So now that we're looking at it again, we have to interpret it the same way. That's why precedent right? is talked about so much. Yes. You know, the importance of precedent. Right. Because it's it's there for a reason. And, I mean, that's what we use to kind of look yeah. back on our, our societal thought process around yeah laws and it's it is really important you got two sons the older one you say he's got to be back at 10 the young one's got to be back at eight o'clock but once he's there at, at, the, at the same age right so at 14 years old the oldest one has to be home at 10 when the youngest one turns 14 you're like you have to be home at nine mm-hmm. you've set the precedent right this is a terrible example but <laughs> you set the precedent that he's going to be home at 10 so your kid's going to be pissed that he's got to be home at nine you know what I'm saying? That is a I, horrible I, I example. I sort of get that. But it's the... <laughs> I see the angle you were trying <laughs> yeah. to pitch, but it's, it was just a bad a terrible throw. example. <laughs> but you understand what I'm saying. I, I totally uh, do. 
I totally so, get that. So that's the problem, especially like when I was listening to Ben Shapiro, right? Is that's the problem that he found with it is is that it doesn't like I said, I don't want to repeat it a bunch of times, but it doesn't set any precedent for any future cases. It doesn't help anybody else out in the future. Yeah. Just right now, you know? Which is cool for this guy and unfortunate for that couple, you know, but it does like I said, it doesn't help anybody else in the future, you know. Yeah. I I think that I don't know. I think that it's strange that they would not just do what everybody else does. This gay couple, it's strange that they would not just do what everybody else does and take to the internet and hope to tank his business, right? Because yeah. that's the intent, right? If you find out that's, uh, that a business owner is a racist or is a sexist or is a homophobe or something like that, you tell other people about it and hopefully they don't make any more money. You know, that's like... That's what yeah in a, like, in a perfect world yeah right I mean that's like the idea you know and so I don't understand why that's not uh, I yeah. don't know, you know it's, <laughs> it seems and maybe this you know if this is if this is incorrect please tell me what you think on anything that we say if you disagree or agree let us know what you think you yeah know? hit us up and, on the social media um, but it seems like self important you know something something like that like very self centered to think that that your I don't know I don't want this to sound insensitive because I I can see how they would feel like they're being discriminated against you know but what happened to not what happened to but like they're as as the owner of that business that dude gets to decide what he wants to do with it you know mm-hmm. and whatever happens to his business is colored by the decisions that he makes as a business owner yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. I mean, the whole world know. knows now. Yeah. And so everybody knows that I wonder how his business is doing. Yeah. Especially now that it, you know, the actual ruling has come down and they haven't necessarily tackled that angle of it. You know, they, they went. And that, that was kind of the frustrating thing, like I was saying earlier, is that a lot of people were asking that question. And that's what they were hoping to get out of the case. But they didn't get that. I think that's what a lot of people were looking to to get some some kind of closure on that part of the argument, you know. I think there was a similar case in Washington, like in our state, actually. A a woman, a florist, who didn't want to make floral arrangements for a gay wedding. I believe that there was a similar case. And I don't think that she won that one. I don't think that that went in her favor. Um, But... Yeah. I don't. I don't want to quote that. I'm not certain, but I'll look into that. Um, but I don't know. You know, I, I just. I, it seems. Seems weird. It seems strange that that you wouldn't just tell people that that guy was shitty. You know, or you felt like he. I don't know. You know, because I guess I'm not gay, so I don't know what it's what it's feels like to. To feel like you're being discriminated against because of your sexual orientation. You know, I've never had anybody tell me that I fucking suck because I'm straight. Like, that's not a thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. So, I don't <laughs> I don't know, you know, and I, like I said, I don't want to be insensitive to that. But I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it, you know. And maybe it's because I'm gay, but or because I'm not gay. <laughs> <laughs> You heard it here oh, first. Oh, God. He's out. Oh, God. How was it in that closet? Yeah, that's never going to fuck I'm never <laughs> going to be so able to get past man. that. God, I, this is going to be in the deep cuts, bro. I hate myself. Only the 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 straight OG Salted Street fans <laughs> oh, are going to know that. <laughs> Case Bulls is going to give me so much shit. Uh, 
That's a good mm, bullshit question for yeah, a fan. I'm I <laughs> promise that I'm not gay. <laughs> hey man, whatever. Yeah. I am happily married to my wife. Um, that I am high and did just yeah. finish my glass of BSB before we oh. came into the living room. But is it, this is um, Jordan, your wife, not your beard. <laughs> that's right. That's right. My wife, not my beard. Jokes. Um, so I love it. Slip of the tongue. It's uh, perfect. But. I don't know. You know, maybe I maybe I don't understand that because I'm not gay. Is it like a, a? Why do we have to make this a legal issue? Is that maybe a hint of that? Living, I in guess there? you know. It seems like it should be solved more in the social arena. Yeah, you know. I would err on that side as well. That I, I would like society to just be able to figure their own shit out and decide and act like we should all be. You know. Yeah. That's like the old golden rule, uh, you know, do unto others as you would have done to you or whatever. Like yeah. Just treat people the way you want to be treated. It's kind of rare <laughs> these days, you know. I got a phone call from Maybe Omaha. I'm just cynical. From who? From Omaha, Nebraska. Is do that you, your Omaha <laughs> stakes, maybe? Do you want to listen to the voicemail? I don't know. Do you want to play that voicemail on it. the podcast? This is Omaha Can you read stakes? it? Don't take my stakes. <laughs> I'm going to uh, bleep out some of the numbers. That's really good customer service that they just <laughs> called me. I ordered a box of steaks. Omaha, Omaha steaks. steaks. Yeah, I'll show it to you now. Um, I ordered them and I put in my card number wrong. And so they're going to send me some new shit. Beautiful. Yeah. Dude, I hate when you get caught up in that. Uh, you make a decision to like make some make a purchase online that you really really want. Yeah. And it's it's not necessarily it's not something on Amazon. You know, you're buying it through an actual website. Right. You click the order button, and then anything that goes wrong after that that could possibly go wrong. Maybe you misspelled your your address or something. Yeah. And like it took 24 hours the payment to like get rejected. And now you gotta like wait again, and you gotta go through this whole process. It's so frustrating. I should have answered the fucking phone. But that's good customer oh, service. I would have had to give him my card number and shit. I can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that, man. That's In too much. <laughs> um, so the thing I bought is because everybody cares about what meat I've haven't sent to my house. Um, <laughs> of course. Is, what are you eating? It's two filet mignons, two sirloins, two boneless boneless pork chops, four burgers, four chicken fried steaks, twelve meatballs. Four fucking hot dogs, French fries, apple tartlets, some type of seasoning pack, and four extra burgers for fifty dollars. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's usually two hundred twenty-three dollars and ninety-one cents. That's not. And I'm oh, getting it for fifty dollars. I think we should reference the fact that you were just talking about meat eater and stuff like podcast. that. That's where I got that, this. I mean, this is all grass-fed beef. You know, uh, no, free, that's butcher box. Oh, that's butcher box. Yeah. Oh, this so this is, is probably, like this is probably good meat too. It's Omaha steaks. It's so Omaha it's steaks. It's American beef for sure. Merck. Yeah. I just hope it's not like one of those bad factory farms. <laughs> no, I don't think that it is. <laughs> you better look into it, buddy. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that it's pretty good. Um, I've always heard about them before. Omaha I feel like steaks. I ran into a dude. Or a guy like pulled down our driveway one day. You ever have this happen to you? This is yeah. really this yeah. is really weird. Where they drive into your driveway, 
and they just come knock on the door and be like, oh, hey, I'm this dude from uh, Omaha Steaks, and I was just finishing up my route, and I just had some extra, you know, inventory in the back, and we we're looking to, uh, you know, we got to sell this stuff off. Yes. And then he, like, walks you through these insane prices, but, oh, we're going to only charge this today, because, you know, we just, it's the end of our inventory. Right. Dude. I have had get, that. I know what the fuck you're doing. Get off my goddamn driveway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the same idea, I'm pretty sure. The same shit. Well, so. see, I would possibly be interested now that I don't have to interact with another human being. <laughs> if I can just order it and not feel like I'm getting scammed, For way less I'm money good. Too. Yeah. Yeah. And the butcher box, they like change the cuts that you get every month. So butcher box is like the same thing now, right? It's just like a, it's a delivery. Like, it's a subscription service, right? So Omaha Steaks, you just order shit. Like you just buy shit online, but... ButcherBox oh, okay. is a subscription like, service. Like you get a box of meat every month yeah. for X amount of dollars. That's like, like an insanely huge industry right now. These box delivery, these box yeah. things. And we tried one of the meal things before, and I didn't like that. I don't like getting sent shit that I don't get to choose. You know, <laughs> um, so I didn't like that. But um, I like, oh. I like the idea of. Of getting meat sent to my house so that it's cheaper and good meat and I don't have to go to the store to buy it. You know what I'm saying? Less money I have to spend to the store. Oh, for real? Um, Saving money? Getting it delivered to your house? Yeah. No human interaction? I'm I'm 100% on board. 8 to 10 pounds of meat. Um, And so last month it was 2 and a quarter pounds of chuck roast, uh, 2 1 pound things of ground beef, 2 10 ounce New York strips, uh, 1 pound of steak tips, and 4 6 ounce soap. Okay, we can't talk about steak anymore. Yeah. Okay, this is not that's not okay anymore. <laughs> so yeah. butcher box, but that's what I'm gonna do. Good yeah, hashtag service. butcher box. Good butcher box sponsor me over here at Omaha <laughs> Steaks. Um, but well, that's dope. Yeah. So that that's uh somehow we got from Supreme Court decisions to yeah I Omaha steaks. You. Omaha steaks called me. That's why I said that. That's um, right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So I I don't know. And we've talked about a lot of different stuff before about free market. And I'm not like all the time thinking that free market is the answer to shit. You know. But it seems like some things, like I said, this seems like it should be handled more in the social arena. So that to me is more of like a free market deal. Like, mm-hmm. and maybe that sounds fucked up that, you know, I don't want the guy's business to fail. But if it's going to be that big of a problem, tell your, tell your fucking friends, you know, and make sure nobody goes there. Like, if it's that big of a deal, you know, I don't think that the law needs to be telling this guy who, because he didn't, he didn't refuse to serve them. Right, like he didn't say you get the fuck out of here because you're gay. Yeah. Right. He said, "I'll I will literally sell you anything else in my store. You can sit down here and you can hang out. And you can do whatever you want. You know, I just don't make gay wedding cakes." Yeah. Like, and that's I think, and maybe that's a small distinction to be drawing, but I think that's the difference, right? He's not refusing to serve them. He's refusing to make a certain item, right? Due to legitimate. Probably legitimate religious reasons. And if, if they are, then yeah, you know? And I don't I don't know. I don't yeah. think that that's a problem. And even if he is like a you know, a real life like bigot like a lot of people would, would think. Right. Because of that. Uh like even then I mean I hear it all the time from like Dave Rubin. Uh he's like, Well, just because this guy won't make you a cake, why do you, why does he need to be the one can you get a different one you know fuck this guy don't right. give him your money 
Why do you want him yeah. to make your cake anyway? Yeah. And then, like you said, like get on Yelp and be like, hey, this guy doesn't make gay wedding cakes. Yeah. Judge him accordingly. Fuck that guy. You okay? Know? Yeah. I, I don't know. I just don't... Like, I don't know if I would... Of course, I, I, I will never know what it's like to be gay like you, but... <laughs> <laughs> But, oh, but in in all seriousness, when we're famous, <laughs> this someone's gonna write a fucking some TMZ article. Don said that he was gay six fucking years ago. It's gonna be terrible. <laughs> I'm never wait. gonna be able to escape this. I can't hey, believe that this happened to me. Hey today. man, just just think about this. If you ever get to a point in your life where that's a problem. I don't think it's the problem you'll have to worry about then. <laughs> I think you'll be okay. <laughs> Unless things go, oh, you know, drastically bad and we end up in, like, a different, like, Nazi America. Yeah. One day in which I'll have case, a baby you'll be off, but, you know. One day I'll have a baby to prove it. Fuck all you guys. It's an anchor baby. <laughs> an not anchor going baby. My wife's not leaving because I'm not gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's very fine. I'm sorry this happened, honey. But on a serious <laughs> note, <laughs> you can't do that. So those are the two. Those are the two bigger Supreme Court cases that came. Yeah, out. at least the two big ones that I. Yeah, we up should probably wrap here. this up. We've um, been playing around too much with it. Yeah, there's, you know, let us know how, what you think about that. There's a lot that goes into that baking one. Except a lot of it's splitting hairs, you know, and and maybe drawing small distinctions that you don't agree with or you think are too too minute distinctions to, to draw, but. Um, you know, let us know what you think. Let us know if you agree, disagree. Uh, if you want an article or something, because I just have a New York Times article here. But if you want that, you know, let us know. We'll send that to you. Um, Swing over the email. Yeah, absolutely. I'll tweet it at you. Boom. Got that fucking New York Times subscription over here, baby. There's so much news consumed on the phones now. It's crazy. It's cool because it allows people to share news. Yeah. Although I tweet stuff on my computer all the time. <laughs> what? Really? Have you ever used Twitter on your computer? No. Oh, it's a whole nother game. <laughs> Twitter on your computer is a whole nother jam. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I. Wow. You should check it out sometime. Maybe I will. I when I post the episodes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Twitter on my computer. Word. Look at that. You got Twitter on your computer. Yeah. I have another uh, judicial related story. If you would like, let's hear it. So, in, you ever heard of the Brock Turner uh, rape case? Absolutely, I have. Fuck that little piece of shit. His fucking judge. Yeah, let's talk about this piece of shit. <laughs> okay, Brock so, Turner. Everybody under the. I mean, almost anybody know who's knows who Brock Turner is. Are you going to give his backstory? Is that what you're going to do right now? Well, no, you're you're oh. on fire. You you tell it. Brock Turner. <coughs> what college did he go to? Yale. Is that uh, what it is? Uh, St- uh, Stanford, maybe. Stanford? It's one I of don't those. Remember. It's one of those. Will you find out what college he went to while I'm? Yeah. Um. So whatever college he went to, he like was raping an unconscious girl. I guess they found that it couldn't be rape because he wasn't forcing himself on her because she was unconscious. Right. That's yeah, like that's, one of that's, these fucking. But yeah, that's anyway. That's part of the recall thing. So but. he. So. He's sexually assaulting a woman who's unconscious behind a dumpster and gets apprehended by two other students who are there. Gets, goes to court, right? Is found guilty and then is only ended up being sentenced to fucking six months because the judge says that 
oh well he already misses that he's already going to miss out on his swimming fucking scholarship and you know it's it's going to be a black mark on his record and then what did he serve like two oh, darn. months or something three months like, three months fuck you dude so that's brock turner do you know what college you went to uh, oh wait, no! I was looking at my phone. <laughs> I was looking up my phone, and then no, I started. You're good. I, you you had mentioned something about that, uh, and I I was just trying to find what exactly the offenses were again. Oh. But uh, but yeah, the the case is is so disgusting. It because it did point out the fact that what they have in that uh, in California. Because it was in California, I believe, in uh, Santa Clara, the yeah. Santa Clara precinct. Um, but yeah, he um, because of the laws at the time, what he did was not considered rape, simply because she was <coughs> unconscious and intoxicated and unable to resist. Only if she was conscious and being able to to resist, because then it would Stay qualify free. as like a a violent crime. Yeah. But, but yeah, in the first time in I think it was eighty six years, I want to say, do 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 do. Where was that number? The judge was he was voted out of office. He was recalled. Yeah, yeah. They voted to kick the judge out of office before his term was over. Yeah, yeah. They held the election, or the, it was a vote. You know, I think like a referendum, referendum type vote. Vote. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, Okay, I'm just going to go through my notes real quick. Yeah, no, you're fine. i got to try to find that. So they voted, like the public, I believe, voted to, like you said, to uh, to recall the judge. And that's yes. the first time it's happened. I think you said in 86 years, right? And so they're going to put another judge in place, which is awesome because okay. this guy... 86 is, years. 86 that's years. what I was looking so for. He, because uh-huh. he has, like, uh, I think, I believe a history of leniency um, on yeah. some shit... And one of the bullshit arguments I heard against it was like, well, this might set a precedent to make judges start handing out harsher punishments. That's what he said. To avoid backlash from the public. Fuck you, bro, because if it's going to make you put a a harsher harsher punishment on a rapist, then fucking do it. Fuck you, dog. What a piece of shit that guy is. Yeah. Yeah, I could not believe that. Because, I mean, you need to understand what's going on here. This is a, a public outcry isn't always a scandalous thing you know it's not always about just you know some kind of like social drama fuck that guy straight up bullshit (laughs) but yeah this is actually the society i think talking out loud trying to like yell out loud say hey we need to start we need to make sure all the laws for these rapists and and sex offenders and you know shit is not okay dog no you know it's uh i think so i mean could you kind of I mean, could you point to the Me Too movement for kind of giving that maybe some extra light? Um, I think certainly. Because um, yeah. I, I think part of it, you know, I mean, at least in, in more adults, you know, they've been talking about what they. So people who are on the farther left certainly they. have been talking about. I, like I don't want to just say they. they. Yeah. Have been talking about for a long time what they call a rape culture in America. You yeah, know? and I don't necessarily buy into that theory as a rape culture because I don't know I've, anybody who I'm friends with that thinks that it's okay to sexually assault somebody. No. You know what I'm saying? So, um, <laughs> I, I don't know. That's just me. 
But I guess that's also dependent on, like, what your personal interpretation of, like, sexual assault is. I mean, that's... But that's the world we live in nowadays. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You say something too fucking far, and it, that's sexual assault. So, um, and that's... I, yeah. You know, I don't know anybody that would, like, rape a girl. That's where I think so, it goes way too far, man. But, like, I mean, then, and that's... I mean, when you think about it, that's why they have something to... Uh, that's what they... That's their core belief, probably, that... that um, you know that kind of shit should not be tolerated. But then they let it go too far and too extreme, and then they get all crazy, and then it's you know kill all men and blah 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 blah. And these these it's third wave feminism is what it is. It, it's <coughs> it's scary. <laughs> that was so, I'm sorry. So that sorry, was hilarious. <laughs> died out here. That Ooh. was a deep one to the chest. Yeah, but the uh, but yeah the. The really amazing thing, because it hasn't happened in 86 years, like I said, that to have a public vote enough, I think at uh, 97% of the precincts, when the precincts reporting in, um, the vote was like 59 to 87. Yeah. And it was, I think, kind of, uh, su- it was surprisingly close. <laughs> surprisingly. Yeah. I, especially coming from a California court. It, it was very... I know. I thought it would be a landslide type thing. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm happy that it's done because fuck that guy. Yeah, I know. There's a serious problem with. I mean, some like the the justice system in America. You know what I'm oh, saying? There's so many problems, and man. What and part of it starts with the judges. I'm taking my shoes off. Get it? That's what we're doing. We <laughs> I mean the recliners. Oh, why sorry not? About that, everybody. All we need is a cigar. <laughs> Got my joint going here. <laughs> there, Coffee's that works. off for the rest of the day. I'm uh, chilling. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, that's that's a serious problem. People, ju- justices like fucking Roy Moore. You know, oh. motherfuckers like that that are able to get into to get into a position where they are judges. You know, and are able to pass down their crazy. fucking judgment in the land. Like that's that is absurd. <laughs> that people I like think, that are able to. I mean, do you think? I mean, when you when you say it out loud, it is kind of absurd. I mean, it's what we got, and it's, I mean, it's its a lot better than, like, some kangaroo courts, but, yeah. I mean, when you really say it like that, it's like, okay, you're this one dude, we're going to pick you uh, after you've been a lawyer for a long, long time, yeah. and you say, no, you're in charge of the laws, you pass judgment on us, society. I'm by way more into... <laughs> The idea of like a superior court, you know, a panel of three people that are going to sit there and listen to what's going on and then make a joint decision. Oh, but dude. One dude, that just seems weird to be doing. I don't know. That seems I want like strange. a council of elders. Yeah. That's what I want. Which is, I mean, in a perfect world, should be our Congress. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's <laughs> what I want. I just want a Congress that works. Yeah. That's all I want. I just I want this democratic republic to function properly, and it's Absolutely. difficult. That's one of the things that I put on the website is I think that the system that we have now, you know, is is the best system that we have. Like this, yeah. this is the best one that we've ever seen on the planet. We just are doing a shitty job at it right now. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people up in the system that shouldn't be there. You know, a lot of people that have way too much money in the system. You know, there's a lot of things that we're not doing right. But this system that we have, you know, I think is the best one that we've seen laid out thus far. You know, 
this oh, government yeah. system. But yeah, this, that's the other thing when you think about it. When it because it was started, yeah. and it was started recently. We know how it was started. You know, when we look at it now, I mean, what's to say like we're not continuing to grow as a society like all of other societies and eventually go from monarch to you know republic to democracy blah 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 right you know just shifting and changing maybe we're just evolving you know just like technology evolving so fast that we're experiencing like big changes in our own lifetime yeah which is not something that has traditionally happened before and but i think that's post this week Oh yeah, that was kind of what my blog post yeah. was about. Yeah, the technology portion of In, it, like, but modern culture. Yeah, but yeah. I, you know, like I said, we're still shifting, and so like sometimes I get this feeling. I'm going to make a prediction that our democratic republic is going to, sometime in our lifetime, will shift to something drastically different and new. Even from what we recognize in right now, time. yeah, I think we're moving in a in a more pure democratic direction yeah. as a society, and with things like the internet around now, we have the capability of actually like creating it and just letting it overthrow the old government. Yeah, uh, just because of the the way we're all connected and. We, you know, you see social changes now, like left and right, and everybody's all these drastic, extreme things are happening. It's because we all have access to each other, and we're all able to to communicate in some way. Right. And so I think that is opening the door towards a more fully democratic, less republic style government sometime within our lifetime. I think. I think it'll happen through. Uh, it'll happen somehow through our current system. But I think, and you, I think, you, just looking at the, the the importance and the the power that the executive branch has now, yeah, like we're kind of running it like that now, anyways. You know, it's shifted a lot. the 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 importance is always in the White House. It's not in the Congress where it should be. <coughs> you know. Yeah. And so I think that it's it's a sign of a fundamental change. So you think that, like, uh, because for that, because voter turnout is low as shit, right? Yeah, because so, I mean, you have to like, go somewhere. So for and that, do like, right, there would have to be like a way a modernization of the voting process. You would have to be able to do it like vote online. through your phone. Yeah, that's if there's not an app for it, ain't nobody gonna do it. Right, but it, I mean, you want and as you much can, turnout as possible. Vote on shit on yeah. your computer or on your phone. Yeah, yeah, because it's just yeah. there's so many people that try and argue for. Fucking voter fraud and all this shit, you know. Oh, I know. It's you can't. I, and like I, like I'm saying, I'm not going to pretend to know exactly what it looks like, because who's going to be able to predict that? That's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, what was that? Oh, Nostradamus. Nostradamus. Yeah. Yo, you remember that Dave Chappelle skit? <laughs> no. No. Did uh, you, know, you ever get down? Dave yeah, Chappelle? I watched Dave Chappelle, but I'm I was young too, so I haven't oh. watched. Yeah. When it ended, I was still pretty young. My age is showing once again. <laughs> oh, it's man. all right, man. You had never really watched SpongeBob, so yeah, no. I remember catching a little bit of it because my yeah. mom used to own a daycare, and so there was always a TV going. And so when I was in the daycare, which I didn't always have to do because I was dope like that, because it was my <laughs> house. Um, 
you know, it's like SpongeBob was always playing in there. I yeah. just never wanted to deal with it. But I don't know why we start talking about SpongeBob real quick. My bad. Yeah, no, fuck that, dude. It's our podcast. I'm over the fucking one. Yeah, I'm not apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, um, I mean, there's so much other news stuff going on. The the latest Trump news, the Giuliani's. Oh, before we. Ugh. I'm sorry, I don't want to interrupt you. I don't even be- necessarily want to go there if we don't. No, if we don't want to. Before we move on, I want to talk about an idea that I heard and that Joe Rogan talks about right, that I think is interesting. We're talking about government styles, right? Yeah. He talks about like, like a council of people, right? The council which, of elders. Yeah, yeah, which which is almost like a republic, right? But yeah, it's a council of like. I mean, it, it is essentially a, a republic, but like a refined republic, you know, of not politicians, but of like experts. Yeah, scientists and like, you know, doctors and philosophers and, and like biologists and, and like yes. the masters, the, of the master experts of every field. Yeah. Of society. That all get together and they share their knowledge to, to figure out the world's problems. Yeah. Know? And that is like a really, really idealistic, view super of the utopian. World. But, but that's that would be that's the goal. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we share that idea. Yeah, I think that would be really nice to have a lot of the common man in the room. To, Fucking Joe Rogan, he puts all these ideas in our heads. It's a great podcast that he makes over there. It is good quality. If you've never listened to that, there's definitely no, there's Joe Rogan experience. Go get it. There's literally over a thousand of them. So, yeah, Go there's so out. many. It's so awesome. Yeah. Such a huge catalog. Amazing guests. Yeah. But so let's do. Let's talk about Trump because he said this week, President Trump. Because we're trying to be better about about that. President Trump said this week that he thinks that he can pardon pardon himself. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. If you don't know what a pardon is, he's going fucking pardon crazy right now. A pardon means completely absolving somebody of a federal crime because only federal not state um, yeah but completely absolving somebody of a federal crime the uh, it's the executive leader of the united states of america the yeah. top boss saying okay you work for me and so i'm going to absolve you of this sin yeah and that's been the big debate is whether or not the president of the united states as you know, in the the office of the president of the United States has the ability to pardon himself. Yeah, and I want because President Trump said that he could. Rudy Giuliani said that he could, but he didn't need to because he didn't do anything wrong. And then President Trump said the same thing. And then I watched, I think, three different. Excuse me, my allergies are terrible. <laughs> I think I watched three different White House uh, press conferences. Where Sarah Sanders said the same thing, not that he could do it, but that he had no reason to, um, which is just, I love and hate watching the press conferences. <laughs> I because, know. Because, fuck, dude, she just lies the whole time. She's just constantly lying to That's her faces. job. It's horrible. <laughs> that is her job. Her job is to go up there and lie for the president, and she's damn good at it. She's such sometimes a, such a bulldog of a lady. She gets trapped. The reporters in there are getting good. They're they're figuring, <laughs> they're her, figuring out her out because they are pinning her down. There was one big dude that just straight called her out for lying. He's like, it's like, listen, if the president is saying something and you're coming out here saying something else, it's like, who are we supposed to believe? Like, if this is happening all the time. Who are we supposed to listen to? How do we know that either of you are telling the truth? 
You That's know. because we have the future, man. Yeah. We have the Twitter. We Fuck get it you. directly from the source. And then she has to go up there and try to figure a way around the stupid shit that he said in the morning. Yep. It's fucking infuriating. That's what you get, bitch. It's like, can you imagine this? She wakes up every morning, looks at her Twitter. Oh, that's what I got to do today. Yay. Horrible. Which burning building do I need to run into next? Because it's almost every day, you know, at around 4 a.m. that he's going on about something else. And I just don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know that we ever will. Colin, I, don't <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think anybody will. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I believe that it's still kind of up in the air, not up in the air, but up for debate, <clears throat> excuse me, whether or not he can pardon himself, right? I mean, he can't. But Nobody's really ever he, had to do yeah, it before, he so. Yeah, can't, but. <clears throat> I think, me. I think it wouldn't necessarily be an issue. Uh, from a legal standpoint or whatever. Except that he would be immediately impeached. Yeah, because I think when you look at it from a sense of, say, the founders, if you were trying to think like, if one of them or some of them thought like this, if they were just looking at the sole office of it, they were they were not taking the person in the chair into account whatsoever. Yeah. <clears throat> because he's the, the ultimate power, he's the number one. It's kind of this paradox. So what if the number one is bad? And gets in trouble. Can he pardon somebody? I mean, can he pardon himself? Yeah. I mean, what do we know? There's nobody that's going to judge him. And so we run into this impasse. But I think ultimately what would happen is if he did, if he did that on anything, yeah. he would be immediately <clears throat> impeached. And there would be some, some lawyer somewhere would find some legal loophole to be able to try him as a civilian once he was out of office. Regardless of whether he pardons himself or not. Yeah. And someone would figure out a way to do it. Yeah. Like I think yeah. I think we would have to we would have to have that conversation if and when it happened. Because there would be a whole bunch of different angles, I think, that we can't even possibly think of now. No way, I'm not a lawyer. But no. somebody else would figure that somebody out. Somebody else would. Yeah. It's, I mean, because even I'll, if, I'll read the news about it yeah. after it comes out. It just makes you look too sus. You know, it makes you look too too guilty to be yeah. absolving yourself of any guilt of something you're saying that you didn't do, you know. Yeah. Politically, it is, it's, uh, man, man I don't want to say suicide. <laughs> but. That's been so bad. But, but it's it like, is. yeah. It's like a political cyanide pill. Yeah. It'll put your career in the dirt. Absolutely. Uh, and I think that's... I'm not really that concerned. I'm more interested, and I'm hoping that it turns out, you know, good. I Rudy don't Giuliani <laughs> was a terrible choice for a lawyer. <laughs> I know. But he's just... He is... It's been horrible. We, it's like a mini Trump. Yeah. He goes out there, and he gets on Fox News, and he said that the president could uh, shoot Comey, and he could get away with it. <laughs> That's the way he talks, man. That's you can't Giuliani. say shit like that, man. No, you can't. <laughs> but apparently, I mean, you can. You might factually be correct in what you're saying, but you're doing a really shitty job trying to explain it. Yeah. You know the core fundamental thing of okay, yeah, technically the president could probably pardon himself, blah 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 blah, but it's not going to matter 24 hours after it happens. And I don't think there's that much to worry about, to be honest. Do you think that? 
if that were to happen, if he were to pardon himself, do you think that there is an amendment passed shortly afterwards to the Constitution that he can pardon anybody but himself? Or do you think they just leave it the way that oh, yeah. it is? You'd have to. It's it's a core constitutional crisis. That's why they, they call it, you know, we would have a political crisis. We would have a constitutional crisis. Yeah. means that they're, well, we're going to have to enshrine this in the Constitution in an amendment. You know, Civil Rights Act was important enough that you had to do that. And this has just never been a problem before, so we don't know the rules necessarily. It's kind of why the Supreme Court judges are so fucking important. Donald Trump is just changing the country in all kinds of ways. He's it's forcing change. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. You want change. <laughs> Obama's change. Change. Yeah. I wonder <laughs> at the end of his presidency if you're going to be able to look back and see, not positive or negative, but who changed the country in more ways. Right? Like, what president? And he's got to be up there. You know? Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to give him that much credit that's why i'm not saying positive or negative but changes yeah like well yeah in some type of way and i just think as far as directly responsible for maybe on paper yeah yeah. i got you but yeah i don't think really (laughs) i agree you know there's a lot of that (laughs) you know (laughs) (laughs) just because he signs the bills doesn't mean it was all him right a lot of it mostly it's not really supposed to be right that's called executive action we don't want that I'm a little government guy. I'm Ron fucking Swanson. <laughs> uh, can you tell I've been watching Parks and Recs lately? I'm not super into Parks and Rec. I felt like when I watched, and Marquise is going to talk shit, and a lot of people are going to talk shit, but Parks and Rec wants to be The Office so bad. That's why I love and, it. And that's why I don't it like is it. The, it's, a, it's a government bureaucracy version of the office parks and rec wants to be the office so bad why can't you just embrace the fact that it does the office so much homage (laughs) it pays tribute to the office it feels disrespectful i feel like you're not even you must not have the level of appreciation for the office as i do because i know the office is king i'm very comfortable in that i can like other things <laughs> this thing reminds me of the king. I love the Am king. Am I just too insecure in my love for the office? Yeah. That's what my <laughs> Absolutely. Is. You can't handle it. That's why I can't love Parks and Rec. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Man. Or maybe you're hiding something even deeper. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, I hit the Damn. mic. Damn. So I'm Telling getting it I'm today. never going to get past it. It's going to be this way forever. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yes. You should not have. You should have never introduced me to TSD. Because <laughs> they that are the best, dude. They are so fun. I love Tom Steve Dave, and I hate to say it, man, because he drives me insane. But uh, oh crap! Now I'm not going to remember his name. Walter. Walter. I love Walter. Walt, the squeaky dude. Yeah. And he. <gasps> <laughs> oh my God! It's, Jordan hates his laugh. It's, oh, she it's, can't stand it. It's a very polarizing. I have no opinion oh, on I think his laugh. It's so fucking funny. It, I'm not a fan. It but, kills me every time, dude. Yeah, I think it's great. Yeah, you know, he's actually originally the reason I didn't want to get into the show. Really? Because it was so off-putting to me the very first time. Yeah. Um, but now I love it. I mean, he, the character that he is, is fucking hilarious. That's we, and that's the thing. You have to. It's not. Yeah. That's not who Walt is as a person. You it's, know, 
you got to be able to differentiate between the times that he is talking as himself yeah. and he is playing his fucking TSD character to fuck with everybody and bust people's chops and make up fucked up games and like do shit like that. You, know? <laughs> you have to be able to see the differences there, you know? Some days he's depressed and he's talking about how fucked up it was working in the store all day. Yeah. You know? And sometimes he's telling everybody that they're weak ass bitches and then he's laughing all fucked up about yeah, it. Yeah, man. So- <laughs> like I we got a whole range of uh his emotions this last episode. Yeah. It was so great. <clears throat> oh. But maybe it's because of them and like I've noticed like uh they cut on each other a lot. And it's just hilarious Harsh, to listen bro. to. Oh my so god! So I'm trying. I'm, I, that, it's rubbing off on me, maybe. It's harsh. It's hilarious. They've it's, been friends for so long that man, they just fucking. Oh, so did you? I had a question for you that reminded yes. me. Tell me. Um, you did listen to that whole episode, right? Yes. There was a point in which Kevin Smith walked in, yes. or he came. His voice appeared to me. Yeah. But then it was like a ten-minute-long ad for read a commercial. Yeah. Did, was that for like was he actually at the store did he come in and actually do that or um, was it like a cut <clears throat> just perfectly edited i know that i could not tell <laughs> um he may very well have um because i know he's been doing a lot of like touring for different shit for like weight watchers and like about his heart attack and stuff like that so he may very well have been in new jersey uh because walt does not fly Mm. I do know that Brian Johnson went and did some stuff for Impractical Jokers with BQ. Yeah, he's making uh, a movie or something, right? Yeah, Q is making a movie for Impractical Jokers, and I know Brian Ooh. Johnson went and did like a skit there. Mm. Um, but yeah, I would assume that that Kevin Smith was in New Jersey for a little while mm. and made that ad with him. He's hilarious because yeah, dude, he is so he's so funny. But yeah, I couldn't tell because the funny thing was, because I was uh, I was cooking breakfast this morning when I heard it, I think, and I just couldn't tell if I wasn't paying attention because it was early and I was in like my make breakfast mode, you know. Yeah. I always put a podcast or an audio book on, and so I just kind of zone out to it, and TSD can be really good to do that with, and so Definitely. all of a sudden I started hearing him. I started hearing Kevin Smith's voice, and I was like, oh, shit, when did this... But the only thing they talked about the entire time, there was no shift in subject whatsoever, was Casper mattresses. Yeah. And sleeping, and all this stuff. They're good. They're really good. <laughs> they're, they're real good. And so then, But then all of a sudden, I kind of faded it out again for a minute, because I had heard, you know, like that 13th great story about Casper mattresses, and then... <laughs> All of a sudden, I was like, oh, wait, he's gone. Yeah. And now they're talking about other things. So I was like, was that just a commercial? Did they do that? They used to do whole... So they used to they used to do whole big theatrical commercials, right? Mm. Um, and Walt would, like, make up scripts and, like, all this stuff. And they did one for Dollar Shave. They did a couple for Dollar Shave where Sunday Jeff played a black exploitation character. And his name was Dollar Shave, <laughs> right? And so he, so he would do. You know what I'm talking about? Black exploitation, where just like borderline racist '70s films, where the black guys like have weird catchphrases and shit. Like I watched like, one of those movies the other day. Yeah, so that's what that is. And so they did one where Sunday Jeff is Dollar Shave, 
And then they made um, like a whole audio play of hmm. it that's called Fistful of Dollars. <laughs> and I've not listened to that, but it does exist. Um, so Fistful they, of Dollars. They do all kinds of shit. That, yeah, that's one of those things. And yeah. I bought all those Christmas pods and stuff like that. It's a, be- it's a beautiful thing. So the Christmas pods. Yeah. There's like, what, six of them? I think so, yeah. <clears throat> there's six of them that I bought. Because, um, yeah, they've done one every year since like 2012. Okay. So, I was just going to say, it's just a group. It's just a, like a selection CD type thing from um, the old days. It's. It's like the best um, of Christmas specials. No, the Christmas ones are ones that they sell every year for like three dollars mm. around Christmas time, and so I just bought them all for like twenty dollars or something. So are they we like got them for like what's different about them? Are they Christmas themed? <laughs> They're Christmas themed, and they always play games. And you know, there's Christmas stories, and they, uh, you know, mm-hmm. just regular tell them Steve Dave stuff, but they're also okay. longer. They're like at least an hour and a half long, but up to three or four hours. Um, so they're, yeah, very in length for content. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. In one of the last ones, they have like a whole tournament of like several games that they play that Walt made up. And um, Sal Volcano from Impractical Jokers is there. And he's really funny. He I'm ex- not really into that show, which is funny. In Practical Jokers, yeah. It took me a while to to be down on it, yeah. But I do fuck with it now. It's probably like uh, maybe that's maybe this is just my first step, and then I'll get to the next <laughs> level of the. Uh, yeah. I mean, do you ever listen to Smodcast? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know uh, if I've ever heard the actual Smodcast. <clears throat> yeah, and Smodcast is that's the original the, Kevin Smith. Right? Yeah, it's the podcast that. That Kevin Smith does with Scott Mosier, who is the guy he made all those movies with. Um, and yeah, I really like Smodcast. There are a bunch where Kevin Smith will see a movie. One of the best ones was The Dark Knight Rises. Mm. Um, he watched that and then he will sit down and break the movie down for Scott Mosier scene for scene. And it's fucking hilarious um, because it's all from memory. Like they're not watching the movie; it's all he just remembers every fucking detail about it, and you know it's in his own words and and metaphors and shit like that. And so it's really really funny. Um, but those are some of my favorite ones. And then there, that's how the movie Tusk came about was from a podcast called The Walrus and the Carpenter. Yeah, you told. I think um, you told me that story. Yeah, a couple years ago. Yeah, they found on the internet an ad for a guy who was looking for a roommate, right? And he said that you could come and live in his house for free. <laughs> if, I remember this. If for an hour a day, you acted like a walrus. You couldn't talk, and you had to lay down, and you had to make walrus noises, and eat fish and crabs and stuff like that. But, like, you you know, you could go all throughout the rest of the house, except for his room and his study, but all the rest of the house is yours, and it's rent-free, and all the whatever. And so they talked about... It's rent free. Uh, yeah, but, but okay. For, I was going to be like, dude, who would ever yeah. sign on for that? Yeah, you got to know that that person is fucking crazy because it's, it's rent free. They're going to yeah. wear your skin, bro. Yeah, they're going to flag so, you and so, wear your skin. So they talk about it and turn it, you know, into a horror movie while they're talking about it, and at the end, they're like, somebody has to, somebody has to make this. Yeah, like, someone has to fucking. How make has this. it not been made yet? And then. 
That's just real. And then he makes, you know, that's that's where the movie Tusk came from. And so that's what Tusk Dude, gets. that's a more, like, true story than, like, most of the supposed horror, you know, uh, true story movies. Well, so the most fucked up thing about it, right, is probably, like, a year later, they had a dude on the podcast who had put that ad up on the internet. No. And it was it was a guy who got fucked up and put an ad on the internet. Like, it was, it was just a regular guy who made up some crazy That's fucking bullshit. story. I you swear don't believe to God. that. He's I, lying. He's embarrassed. To Who's going to admit to That's that? That's what he said. Um, is, yeah, he just, I believe it. He just puts, you know, this crazy fucking thing on the internet. <laughs> it's like, dude, kids do it all the time. I, I was, was trying from, to be viral. I think he was from the UK. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. But. That is so fucking weird. Yeah, but I mean, his you know his one post on uh, an apartment website on the internet led to uh, like a that multi-million movie. dollar movie being created. Yeah, that's beautiful, and it's a pretty good movie. I mean, it's really fucked up, but <laughs> it's bad. a really good horror movie. You know, like if that's what you're looking for, Tusk all the way. Tusk. tusk I don't know tusk. my my favorite. Like, fucked up horror movie? Bone Tomahawk. That's what you've said. You've talked about that a couple of times. I still haven't watched that I one. I know. I'm going to keep reminding you until you but do. One of these times. It's amazing. As soon as Actually, I watch it's, that, it's you got to watch Tusk. 10-4. Yeah. We'll do it. Tusk and... That shit's wild. We'll, make, we'll, we'll, set a, we'll set a date one day, and then we'll watch it throughout the week, and then we'll, we'll both come on and talk about it. <laughs> so we could we could talking to each other about how much we hated these movies do you have any other uh trump type stuff written down on there um i think the only thing i have here is that paul ryan uh the head what the fuck am i trying to say what's paul ryan's title speaker of the house speaker of the house thank you <laughs> jesus christ smoke the rest of the joint to myself um paul ryan speaker of the house came out and said that President Trump saying that there was a spy in the GOP is is nonsense. It's yeah. bullshit. It's yeah, not it's real. Per- this is shit that, it is that false. President Trump is making up. And he should not try and pardon himself. Yeah. He should not do that. That is a terrible, terrible fucking idea. Yep. Was that a, uh, a New York Times or a Washington Post article? Because I feel like I literally, <laughs> I just glanced yeah. over at your computer. Oh, I, I think I had that. the same article. I thought that you were making fun of the chain show. Uh, no. <clears throat> it is. It is a New York Times article. Do you want me to send it to you? No, no, no. I was. I think that's the same one I, I uh, Paul read the Ryan other day. dismisses Trump spy charge as GOP shows signs of resistance. That's what I have here. Yeah, because I don't buy into that whatsoever. No, no. An informant is different than a spy. Okay, those are two different words, two different things. Who, whoever doesn't understand that, can go over there. And you go to that corner, yeah. and you guys go do you. Yeah, it's. <clears throat> Anybody from the streets knows what a fucking informant is. He's yeah. a rat. You know what I'm saying? It's a snitch. Somebody who's going in there and providing information to the feds. And, like, that's fine. But that's not the same thing as an agent infiltrating the fucking campaign. We yeah. talked about this Totally different. Ago. Yeah. It's, it's not the same thing. Yeah. It's, How are we still having this conversation, Doug? It's unfortunate that you're at a place. Not you, us as a general <laughs> public, are at a place where... You have to look at what the president says and try and decide if it's true. You know, that's, I mean, that's on, a, on a regular. 
right? Because there are times in everybody's presidency where they'll say something that probably is not true, right? Yeah. But I mean on a regular basis because he is consistently fucking lying. It's all of the time. really, really sad when you think about it. The state of the republic is it's tough right now. Still good. Still good. You know, the bones are strong. But it's just it needs a nice uh you know, new coat of paint maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Shake some of the rust off. But no, I I mean I don't know. Yeah, I just I don't know how that's still a story, other than if you take into account that the fact that it's just Paul Ryan actually saying, "Hey, no, I'm taking a stand now. Yeah. I've already said that I'm going out of office. Now I can start, you know, I can step on my soapbox for a minute." <clears throat> Excuse me, and I'm sure that's part of what it is. I think he's so. Not he's not afraid free. anymore. He can just come out and be like, "I got nothing to lose. I'm going to speak my mind." Because <clears throat> he wasn't a particularly strong-backed leader. The no. Speaker of the House. You know? No, he was a. He seemed very timid, and then you had yeah, you know, it was him, and then you had the turtle, McConnell. Mitch McConnell. He yeah. does look like a turtle, doesn't he? Isn't yeah. That weird. He definitely looks like a turtle. A striking resemblance I mean, to a turtle. Nothing against you, man. You know, Mitch, but you look like a turtle, dog. You definitely look like a turtle. It's a real thing. I don't know how that happened, but there was a there was a turtle that was born into the world of men. He's the, he's the last surviving Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. We he's should, just retired. We should write a children's book about Mitch McConnell the Turtle. A turtle named Mitch. Yo, you want to talk about children's book? Yeah. I watched The Little Prince with my wife the other day. You ever heard of that, that book? No. I think it was a French one, maybe. I don't know. But apparently it's a big, it's a super big kid's book. And they have a Netflix America? original movie of it. Well, it's been, you know, yeah, I think it's been translated and stuff like that. Yeah. I got a bunch of Spanish books back there that have been translated into English. Really? It's pretty dope. Yeah, some uh, like one of my favorite uh, books that's usually on my stack. I don't think it's in this stack since we switched, but um, by Antonio Lobo Antunes. Ooh. Yeah. He's from Portugal, from Lisbon. <laughs> I want to go to Lisbon. But, uh, yeah, he's one of my, my favorites. So, anyway, yeah, back to this little Prince book. Um, they made a, a Netflix original movie of it. And it's, I mean, it's this kid's story, but it's, I don't know, the themes in it, this stuff are pretty heavy. They yeah. tackle things like death, like in a pretty real way that's yeah. not, it's not Toy Story, you know? And uh, what else? Uh, yeah, it was like loss of friends and, you know, the struggle with becoming an adult and like not wanting to grow up and then. Also learning that, yeah, everybody grows up and then you die. Right. You know? you but it was die. a really, really good book. It was like, it felt like watching a Pixar movie. But it just wasn't. I don't think it was anyways. But yeah, that was, uh, that was a good movie I watched this week. You were talking about our children's book. And that reminded me of that. <laughs> <laughs> a turtle named Mitch. A That's turtle what, named Mitch. That's what the children's book would be called. Why? Because Mitch McConnell looks like a turtle. Oh, I got it. Maybe hey, we'll be we'll be the next schoolhouse rock. Yeah, because I'm just a bill. <laughs> Nobody's ever gonna beat that. <laughs> no, nobody. Did you hear about? <clears throat> so it started in Cuba. Oh, and the, now in China. Are you talking about the Chinese? Yes. So the Chinese um, seek the the sound weapon. That yes, yeah, supposedly, yes, allegedly. So. 
there were people in Cuba, American diplomats, and American now, diplomats, and now in China that heard really weird sounds and then got really fucking sick afterwards. Like they had a concussion or like really mild traumatic brain injury and they're getting like nauseous and like vertigo and they can't hear anything and like, I'm not sure tr- laughing sounds really terrible fucked but... up and I don't want to be you know because that could be a conspiracy theory but it sounds like they're being like a sonic weapon you know like a sound weapon at these people that they're hearing some weird ass mm-hmm. sound and then they're all getting really sick like that's it's it's I don't know. That's okay. Any- I was super suspect when it came to the Cuban one. But I was like, "What is that? That's weird." No, I, something else is going on here. There's got to be there's some kind of explanation because Cuba's originally where it happened, right? Yes, Cuba first, mm-hmm. and now China. And now, yeah, now it's happening to people in China. Apparently, that okay. This lends a little bit more credibility, maybe. Yeah, because we know how the Chinese operate. We know that they basically just. The reason they've been able to explode as well as they have is because they steal technology and everything from right. everybody. It's cor- right. They're the leaders in corporate espionage. That's why the Communist Party in China is basically the ultimate corporation, that totalitarian corporation. Right. I think that's the only way it works, man. That's why you have these... China's got like the most billionaires or whatever on Earth. But... <clears throat> But I think that does not surprise me. Right. Like I said, I don't want to. I don't want to be. I don't want to breed conspiracy theories. If it's a weapon, theories, they but, would have it now. Because it's also possible that I don't know. Maybe it's some weird ass disease. You know that they're getting. But that's why they brought a bunch of people home from America to get them checked out by American doctors to make sure that they're not sick. You know, to make sure there isn't a disease going on in there. Yeah, because man. Because you know what'll happen after that, there. right? Zombie apocalypse. <sighs> People's brains melting inside yeah. their heads. <laughs> Yeah, maybe from a. That would be. What would happen if we discovered that? Like, it was literally the Chinese and they were, like, trying to assassinate our people or they're experimenting on us with weapons. What I don't would, know. What would happen? I don't know. Um, okay. That me... would be bad for geopolitics. There's because, a thought experiment because... for you. If it happens, it happens while Donald Trump is in office. Yeah. So, the I don't know. <laughs> we owe them so much money. I can't even. Um, we will be going to war. There's so many people there. Yeah. Like if you know, if there's a, if there's a military that begins to rival America's, or you know, in any type of like war. You know, not like yeah. in size or monetary spending, but I mean, in like, if we're going to meet on the battlefield in non-nuclear warfare, the <laughs> Chinese have a fuckload of people and like a lot of shit, you know? Yeah. But not, like I, the old... I, am, I am not saying that they would easily defeat America in like in a war because I don't think that's the case. <laughs> but I also don't think that America would like easily trounce China is what I'm saying. So... Well, yeah, and I don't know. It's scary because I don't know what modern warfare looks like. We don't really yeah. know. Like a real power-to-power World War-style war. We have no idea what that would look like. That might be the first war fought on American soil. The Chinese, I mean... Fucking Red Dawn. 
Yeah, <laughs> what I'm saying, like you, you know what I, you know, Red Dawn, right? Yes, absolutely, okay. absolutely. No, I know exactly what you're talking. Did you about. ever watch the new one? I did watch the new one with Josh. Was it garbage? Pitt. It was okay. It wasn't as good as the old one. Yeah, fucking but, millennial. Um, <laughs> no, the old one was better, you know, but I did watch the new one because it had famous people that I knew in it. That's why I watched it. Oh, yeah. But I don't um, know. Yeah, regardless. I don't know. I also, matter. like, you know, I don't feel confident that it would be fought on American soil, but it's possible that it's possible. I mean, a yeah, lot of shit's yeah. got to go sideways before the yeah. military allows somebody invaders onto American soil and, like, some type of invasion you know that's i mean at that point you have to have like a world plan because ever somebody's gonna you know a bunch of people are gonna come fuck with you and china's got more open area you know than oh yeah like um i mean not that we because we've got a lot of farmlands and shit that i would assume the chinese would just drop try and drop in a farmland somewhere and just try to take (laughs) over some type of area you know I don't but, know. That's, but we know where everything's at at all times, basically. Yeah. I mean, we could see, you know, real life satellite images, well, and then live stream. Basically, and then they have to fight the citizens too, because yeah. best believe as soon as the military is like, listen up, everybody, get your fucking guns, because the Chinese are here. Like, hide your are, kids, hide your yep, wife. They are in your backyard. Like, turn China your fucking spotlights here. on. You see a Chinese person in a military uniform that is not American? Fucking shoot them! Like. You know what I'm saying? You're not nervous about that at all. No, but now that we're sitting here thinking about it, you know, we're yeah. talking about it. No, I'm just, just gonna be a hard time. Oh, that's what Americans are waiting for. Everybody that yeah. is is saying that they're scared, their guns are going to be taken away. That's what they're waiting for. That's what. They're, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like that's that's how you'll know. That's how you'll know is that you, that you shouldn't have taken them is when the Chinese come <laughs> and we have when, to fight them off ourselves. Yeah. When. I don't know when you look at a political map and you see the way like Republicans and Democrats and all this stuff how it's all spread. Yeah, you go okay. Those are not people that that you want to try to fuck with, right? Because it would make their fucking day to go fight. Oh yeah, it's like oh hey no, come in my backyard. You know, see what happens. Do it. You know, do it, bro. Do it. Come at me, bro. Yeah, they would love that. I think we'd be all right. I think we. I think we'd be all right. I'd like to think we'd be all right if, if ever there was another situation in which we would require something like a draft. Uh, I think it would be kind of like World War Two was in the beginning, strictly voluntary for yeah most things. You know, and that would be a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. would volunteer for that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just. I think enough people <laughs> like their home. Yeah. And don't want it to be something it's not. Yeah. I would not advise anybody to try to invade the United States. No. That'd be a rough time. Probably another reason why we haven't been invaded. Yeah. The Chinese probably would just try and get shit try and get shit over quick. Yeah. Know? And that's that's the only reason I think they would come here is because if they want to try and win. Mm-hmm. You gotta get it done quick. They gotta cut the head off the snake, you know what yeah. I'm saying, and hope that the rest of it falls apart. Well, but. it's almost like the only way we have, the only capable way of fighting a war these days is simply by kill shot. Yeah, you can't just. There's no way to take over the country. 
Right. You just have to burn it to the ground, like level it with nukes. Yeah. And nobody's willing to just be like, well, fuck everybody on Earth. Goodbye. I, yeah. Right. There's no going back from that. No. Mutually assured destruction is a... Uh, Still exists. It's a very strong... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, fundamental. It's like a core fundamental in today's right. military operations. You know, that's why everything is these small, you know, Middle Eastern, you know, style proxy wars and shit like that. Because we don't like, nobody can survive a full on war anymore. Right. Well, there's enough players on the battlefield to, ju- I mean, any single one of them, you know, the League of Nukes, you know, if you're in the club, just like Kim Jong Un wants to be in the club, then you're good. I mean, all those other people, I mean, you have to, there's alliances within the, you know, the nuclear family and, you know, nobody wants to just, well, I don't want to say that. Suicide's come up too much today. <laughs> well, and if we're going to start a war with China, I mean, we've got to pretty much just say, all right, money doesn't mean anything anymore. Like, we're, everybody's just doing stuff. Reset. Like, yeah, don't worry about it. Everybody's just doing stuff. Every, just do what you need. Just don't worry about it. <laughs> just like, figure it out. Yeah. Figure no money. Every, we're just going to regulate stuff everybody's going to get food, we're going to figure it out. But money doesn't mean anything anymore because the moment that we're at war with China, they're like, word. You know, the global market <laughs> falls apart when America and China no Bye-bye. longer exist. I mean... We're calling your loan. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that would be a... What... <laughs> yeah, what would you do? That'd be a world-level constitutional yeah, crisis. That's what I'm saying. And Nothing like point, this has ever happened. At that point... The Federal Reserve is just like, <laughs> fuck it. It's like, it doesn't even matter. It just, just forget about Can, it. Okay. Like, uh, I mean, it would be terrible. You look at Greece. What happened in Greece? Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know what happened in Greece. I don't know. It, it kind of is this weird thing now. But can you imagine that happening? Like all of a sudden. <laughs> I try not to. Yeah. Except for can you imagine now. that phone call? The president of China calls up Donald Trump president of the united states yeah he says all right it's over <laughs> give us the money by tuesday or you're out and trump just like no fuck you what are you gonna do come at me bro what are you gonna do money doesn't mean shit anymore it's all numbers it's all yeah. ones and zeros <laughs> let you want to roll the dice little man all right do you have anything else do you want to move into pop culture do you have something to hit Nope. I got I got some pop culture, bro. Okay. Well, the first thing that I want to talk about it's it's Cinco T S D Mayo, um, and I don't know if you know what that is, but that's telling Steve I've, David. I heard that mentioned. Month. Yeah. Mid May to mid June is Cinco T S D Mayo. Um, that is so weird. They <laughs> that is so. You'll have to go back and listen Steve to the Dave. episode because there's this whole argument about Cinco de Mayo and when it is and when it has to be and and all this <laughs> stuff. And, and, so. Cinco TSD Mayo is Tell Him Steve Dave Awareness Month. I tried to convince Jordan that I should get a Tell Him Steve Dave tattoo. She said no. I then tried to convince her that I Surprise. should. Yeah, I then tried to convince her that I should get a Sunday Jeff tattoo. She did not agree. Um, so that's I'm not going to be doing that. Um, I don't. We started watching fucking Game of Thrones. Yeah, uh, I watched. Something else. Anthony Bourdain today because Anthony Bourdain committed oh, suicide last night. I don't night. want to talk about that. Yeah, I don't cry. want to talk about it for a long time. But 
Um, We're that both is a thing. very big fans. Yeah. So that let one us, was let tough. us grieve. Um, but so I watched some Anthony Bourdain. Um, I think that's pretty much it. As oh, I watched the basketball game. That's mm. more in sports. But so, what do you have for pop culture? I saw the very first time Chris Pratt was ever on screen with dinosaurs. Really? Before Jurassic World. He was on an episode of Park and Rec where <laughs> they all went to this dinosaur-themed restaurant. Oh, shit. And he was hanging out with, like, animatronic T-Rexes and stuff like that. That's funny. But, no. I already talked about, like, watching the little prints and stuff. And then uh, um, every now and again, um, I bow down to the will of my wife who we want to watch one of her, like, you know, cute movies. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with cute movies. I'm just not always in the mood with for those. But, uh, yeah, we watched that, which was actually really good. A lot of Park and Rec. And I think uh might be going to go see Solo tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah. And I think I'm going to try to go rock climbing again. Haven't done it's that been a while. while. No, I've been out of the game for a while. Yeah. So Make sure you nice. eat a lot before you do that. Oh, yes. I'm absolutely. <laughs> Word. You fainting is my gay. That's, that's Apparently. What <laughs> Still learning the ground rules here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if anything, we realized it's all, it only happens on Friday shows. Right. Something bad about Fridays. Yeah. I just got to like take it easy. We just, this is the Friday couch. Yeah. Whenever we have to do the Friday. <laughs> yeah. We got another one coming up in a couple of weeks. That's true. I'm so sorry. I appreciate you accommodating our fucked up schedule. Oh, no, but that one I'm off anyways. Oh. Word. It's just Word. the days that I have to go out and like, oh, work right, all day. right, right, Yeah. Word. But no, I mean... Pop culture news, there was something that was kind of interesting. There's this whole big Miss America thing that happened. Yeah, yeah. But that's kind of a big thing. We don't need to get into we that. We talk about that more. Yeah, I think time. we're probably at, we're getting close to time, right? Yeah, it's 8 o'clock now. Yeah, I just realized that. I was like, oh, crap. Uh, yeah, we're at 2.17, so. Oh, we're? So we'll be good by the time that sports and this is done. We'll be yeah. Happy. Let's hit up sports. Yeah. Unless you got something else. Um, I don't think so. Sports. Um, <laughs> Singing so, that song. Yes. Um, so let's start with baseball because that's what I have least to say about uh, the the fucking Mariners. Talk. They're killing it apparently. First in the AL West right now. Like that's wow. Yeah. Well, are, let's not get our hopes up, people. We know what happens. Right. Just this has happened to us before. I feel. Yeah. Like this happens to us a lot. <laughs> you don't want to get too, you know, you don't want to get too hyped up. But um, I don't know. I'll try and do better at paying attention to that this week because that's all that I really have to say about baseball. Um, I watched some basketball. I watched game three. Like I said earlier, I went over to my father-in-law's house with Jordan and we watched the first half over there. Um, the Warriors won that game. So they're 3-0 in the series. The fourth quarter of Game 4 is happening right now, and the Warriors are winning 86-67. to So it looks like they're really going to sweep the Cavs and win the finals again. Wow. Um, so. Again. How many times? Um, it's just like back-to-back, maybe? It is back-to-back, but I think maybe, I think there might be three. Oh. Um, so, at least in like recent years. Um, yeah. So, you know, I hope that the, I'll I'll, bat, I'll go back and listen again, you know, on Tuesday and correct that. I hope anybody, you know, who's a big basketball fan does not 
talk shit to me about that. Um, Kevin Durant went the fuck off in that game that I watched. I'm pulling up his show. Fucking 43 points. Guy put the team on his back, right? Because the rest of them, Draymond Green had 10 points. McGee had 10 points. Klay Thompson, 10 points. Steph Curry, 11 points. Yeah. Kevin Durant, 43. Put the team on his back, dog. This shit was crazy. That's insane. He was fucking on that night. It was crazy. What would you do if you couldn't have somebody like that? Where would like the guy is six foot eleven, man? Like he's 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 just a beast, taller than all fuck, and is just so long. Yeah, in his arms and his legs that like you, you it's so it's so hard to block his shot because he's so tall. You know what I'm saying? He's pretty superhuman. Yeah, it's absurd. (laughs) It's Kevin Durant is is some other shit. Um, You find some real like examples of like peak physical perfection in in the NBA. I feel like. These just giant ass, like, very, yeah. very athletic guys that are just huge human beings. Yeah. LeBron James has 20 points right now as it sits in the game in the fourth quarter with 10 and a half minutes left. Um, I don't remember what he got last on Wednesday. Let's see here. 33. Mm. Uh, he put a fucking 49 in, like, game one or game two, which I nice. that was. Shit was absurd. I think that was game one. Then he put up 51 points. It was fucking crazy. But I feel like I even saw an article about that. Yeah. When he hit 51. Yeah. But like I said, it looks like, I don't know. I, I don't want to call it too soon. There's 10 minutes left, but they're up by 19 <laughs> points. I'm thinking that they're probably oh, yeah. going to win. Um, so when it comes to football, um, let's see here. There's so much football. Uh, not so much football, but we do yeah. have some football stuff here. Oh, I forgot to say the last week the Mariners signed a twenty-five, a new twenty-five-year lease at Safeco Field. Oh, so they're going to be here for a while. But they also were talking twenty-five-year lease, huh? Yeah. Huh? Well, that seems normal to me. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's just a that's new nice. lease. It's just the signing of a new lease. That's all. That's um, funny. Yeah. Um. So let's see. NFL. Linebacker, ex-Eagles linebacker Michael Kendrick, he signed a one-year deal with the Browns. The Browns have made all kinds of fucking moves in this offseason. Like, I'm yeah. actually really excited to... I This What's sounds weird, happen? but I'm really excited to watch the Browns. <laughs> like, I'm excited to see what happens on the Browns this year. Okay. I will judge they, you accordingly got, this season. They got Tyrod Taylor. They got Jarvis Landry. Um, they, I know they got a bunch of fucking picks in the, in the draft, you know, because they had all those fucking picks in the first round. So I mean, they've got they got all kinds of shit going on there. I'm excited to see what kind like, of that. Yeah, I like that. That's exciting. It's almost like, is this new team going to be a player from now on? Is this going to be something new to like it, check out? It's it's bad luck when you name your team after yourself, and that's what that is, right? Is I, I am Bobby Brown. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No. no, I don't remember what the owner's name was, but he named the team after himself. His last name was Brown. That's the Browns. The Browns. That's bad luck, dude. You shouldn't do that. That's bad luck. Why would anybody ever do that? Yeah, that's uh, why you lose. It's so a team much. name, bro. Yeah, you gotta be, you gotta be mean. You gotta be competitive. Sorry, you lose so much. I'm just Brown. Uh, Zach Miller. He's a tight end for the Bears. He fucked his shit up last year. Fucked up one of his legs. Sorry about my shoe. Um, and he's not ever going to play again. I don't remember exactly what he did again. I'll look that up on Tuesday. I'm sorry. Um, but the Bears signed him to a one-year contract for the veteran minimum. So he's still going to make money this year, even though he probably won't play. 
Oh, that's just, nice. Just like a class, you know, just that's, a classy move. Like it's just, yeah. you know, just a a good move for one of their fucking vet players. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the Jets signed a safety, J.J. Wilcox. Um, Julian Edelman, you know who that is, right, for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, he got suspended for four games. <gasps> fucking PEDs, dog. Oh, man. Motherfuckers out here, dog. Getting popped. Motherfuckers out here. Don't. Don't do it. But it's... I don't you're, know. You're willing you're, to sacrifice your future and all that money. Yeah. Just for what? For what, man? Just play it safe. Go out there and play the game. Yeah. When uh. you're... I don't know. Because the idea behind steroids is that they help you recover faster, right? Not that they make you stronger, but they help yeah. you recover faster. So I can understand... The temptation when you're getting older, you know, mm-hmm. and the wear on your body is so much more to want to use something that will help you recover faster so you can keep up, especially on a team like the Patriots that's competing at such a high level. Yeah. But that's not a justification for your actions. Like, that doesn't make it okay. You know, you're yeah. still cheating in a system that, like, yeah. you have to be honest. Be natural, game, bro. You know? Yeah. Be natural. But yeah, I don't know. Like, does the. NFL have like official doctors that these guys see. Um, usually, or I'm sure they do, but there's also like outside clinics the and stuff. U.S. Though. anti-doping agency that that does their own thing, and the mm-hmm. World Anti-Doping Agency that does their own thing, and there's a whole bunch of different anti-doping bodies, um, like watchdogs. You know, Icarus, that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Documentary. And, I need to yeah. Watch. That that watch over things like that, and so I mean, you can get tested at any time to show up at your house or you know at, at your gym or at your wherever. And they're like, "What kind of thugs? Time to piss, dog. Time to go." Yeah. But it's to make sure that you know you're. I mean, not, it's good. Yeah. I'm just fundamentally against yeah. it. But <laughs> I understand. I don't know, we've talked about this before, man. I think there should, should make it two different leagues. You know. Yeah. Two different leagues for two different things. If you want to see natural skill, watch the NFL. And if you want to see motherfuckers beating the shit out of each other and just going as hard as they possibly can being superhumans, watch the SFL, the super football. League, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I just CTE don't... Yeah, NFL. <laughs> yeah, like something... I mean, that one obviously has to be like way more regulated, you know? And people have to be way more safe. No, no. but we could just. Well, I just them. want blood sport. <laughs> blood sport. Fuck it. Just I want to go out there with shoulder ball. pads with spikes on it, all <laughs> Mad Max style. But like, still play. Try to try to play football. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That's like the <laughs> like the laundry football leagues. You know, like they don't wear like any clothes at all. Like they're leg- they're wearing like panties and a bra and. Like shoulder pads and yeah. And I heard like a thing that, that that's like changed a lot lately though. I've heard and you know, I haven't looked into it because I don't know, just not my thing. Yeah. But I've heard that they've becoming becoming much more legit and like actually wearing uniforms and that's, like actually doing it because the girls actually like to play football. Jordan's dad went and watched, um, and he said they play on like a I feel field. like we talked about this before. They play on like a fifty yard field, I guess. Like the field's way shorter, um, mm. but they're. They're going hard as shit. Like, yeah. It's a bunch of big girls that are like really smaller teams. Um, I think there's maybe only nine players on the field. Maybe eight or nine. Um, but yeah. Whatever, man. I, I guess the Seattle team was it. really good. I guess the Seattle team won the championship last year. Like, they're, Woo! They're really good. I don't know. I didn't even know that we had a ladies football league. 
but <laughs> apparently we do. We got um, a lace footy league. <laughs> uh, the last They're really thing I good have too. in the way of football is the ladies' football team. Oh, the no, ladies' soccer team. team. Yeah. yeah, it's a footy. Um, the yeah, no, that's right, man. I just said football. The last thing I have for football is that the Browns re-signed Duke Johnson Jr. to a three-year deal. He's one of their running backs. They're big passing back. Catches a lot of oh, yeah. passes. Yeah. That's what he's into. Locked down on the Browns. Yep. Yeah, so I'm excited for football this year. I think that there's 92 days until football season. Not um, that we're counting. Yeah, so I look forward to fantasy this year. I... Hopefully, look forward to your attendance at the draft. Um, we would love for you to be there. You're also more than welcome to play. I'll have to figure out what the league is going to look like this uh, yeah. year. Um, it would be good content for the podcast, but I also won't make you play fantasy football. You can just come to the draft because it will be fun. Because uh, I'm going <laughs> to talk about fantasy football anyway. Um, but, yeah, because I want to keep it at the same. 14 teams was really hard. Yeah. And I thought that was really good. And five hundred and sixty dollars was a really good amount of money to win at the end of that season. So that's pretty. That is pretty good. Yeah, that's a nice size pot for anybody. If it was forty five dollars, then it would be like an easy, an even six hundred bucks, you know. And that would be a cool amount to be winning. That's really cool for what is ten minutes of your time every week. You yeah, know? dude, that's I could I could pay for like a dope ass. Long weekend vacation. That's what I'm saying. With that, that's what I'm that's, saying. That's good. That's money you could do some shit with. Forty five dollars to maybe win six hundred at the end. Of the season. Yeah, you know, like it's like that's... oh yeah, I won ten bucks. Uh, I guess I'll go buy like two gallons of gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's worth it to me. To, and it's fun. I think it's really really fun to have that barbecue with all of our friends and to like do the yeah. live draft like that. I think is really fun. All the stickers and all that. That would be cool. Yeah. That would be pretty cool to, uh, yeah. We're going to have fun with it this year. Yeah. Yep. I might even participate. Yeah. I'm already thinking of ideas, so I'm going to start figuring out the league pretty soon, like who wants to play and stuff like that. Cool. Um, But yeah, I'm really excited. And if any of you want to play in a league, maybe one day we'll do that. Maybe. Maybe. I also That's a lot of work, I would imagine. um, I thought it was really funny that my friend Isaiah. The upper left boy said that he was in a league with them too, and that he paid more attention to the league than he did yeah. us. Um, and I told Jordan, I said, <laughs> maybe I'll ask them who won their league and invite them into our league. <laughs> 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 uh, that would be really funny. That would be funny. Um, I'm pretty sure that that's all that I have here. I think that's bueno. I just want to make sure. Um. If you haven't checked out last week's blog post, go check it out. You should Jump into the comments. Do that. I want to thank everybody for all the support and everything. Support, not smart. Um, the smarts. Yeah, for the support because it's been pretty <laughs> somebody sent us smores um, to be able to just see the different people that are like finding the podcast and it listening is so to much it fun and, and enjoying it. Yeah, um, I think fucking. President Trump disinvited the Eagles. We'll talk about that next week. God damn it, because we forgot about that. <laughs> because the Eagles were, were supposed to go to the White House, and yeah. President Trump rescinded his his invitation because he's a spiteful piece of shit. That was the other Trump thing that he's, we were thinking about. He's afraid of throwing a party that nobody wants to go to. Of um, course. He's Donald Trump. And 
Also, I tweeted this, but <clears throat> when I was reading Jordan Peterson, he said probably one of the best things that I've ever heard that I felt like gave my life purpose as somebody who wants to make a living speaking, right? Mm-hmm. He said, when you have something to say, silence is a lie and tyranny feeds on lies. I wish we and could just end like, on that almost. Oh my God, dude. Like that, that's it, man. Like that is, that's a tear in my eye because yeah. that is fucking, and I read that to my friend Trent last night and I told him, I was like, and the same thing I told you, I was like that for somebody who wants to like speak for a living, I was like, that's a purpose. Yeah. I was like, that is like. One more time. Just one more time. Just say it one yeah. more time with feeling. When you have something to say, silence is a lie. And tyranny feeds on lies. Freedom of speech. Speak yeah. your mind. Absolutely. Make don't sure ever, you're informed before you do it. But don't yeah. ever censor yourself. Don't ever silence yourself. Yeah. Censor, yeah. Self-censorship feeds fasc- fascism. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, feel, it feeds darkness. Absolutely. No bueno. So... With that, because I can't, I can't, and and I'm something that serious, you know, it's got to be fucked up. (laughs) Um, Let's see here. All right. With that, Afi, sorry, that was a little bit of silence. With that, (laughs) cats don't abide by the laws of physics. You don't know shit about cats. I don't know shit about cats. (laughs) No cat laws. (laughs) No fucking bird law. Nothing. 